is good to be a gangster. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Headlong Into Monsters, the ADHD of horror movie podcasts. We are your deadly duo of elderly emos. I am, at last, Ragul, coming at you from beautiful Tooele, Utah. And with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host from down in Arkansas way, Barely Ashley. Ashley, how the hell are you? I'm crabby. I'm fine. Yeah, I I know you're not feeling too well. Um, I'm glad you're with us, though, because, you know, we would have missed you otherwise. We had to postpone already because of me and my stupid diabetes. And then today I wake up. Just bury the worst of it to some female issues. And I was like, okay, I'm having hot flashes. That's what's happening right now because it's fucking hot in here. I'm dying. And I was convinced I was having hot flashes because of other reasons. And then I go and look on my thermostat. Like, that was the last thing on my mind. But I look at my thermostat finally. And I was like, it's 80 degrees in here. My air is set on 64. My AC went out. So it's like a hundred and something degrees outside and progressively getting hotter in my house. But someone came and like, quote unquote, fixed it. So it's supposed to be cooling off now. So maybe throughout the episode, I will get better. But right now I'm burning alive. You lost me at 64. You set your thermostat to 64? I do. And I love it like that. And it makes me happy. That's damn right frigid, Ashley. I, I'd have I'd, I'd be wearing a parka if my thermostat was set at 64. So a lot of people do come over and have to bring sweaters. Especially my ex-mother-in-law. <laughs> she always has a sweater with her when she comes over because she knows it's going to be really cold in here. But that's how I like it. And yes, I do get cold, but then I just like, I'll wear a hoodie or like cover up with a blanket and that makes me happy. I I don't understand. I have to move on because the, I don't understand. On this podcast, we talk about horror movies <laughs> and horror happenings. I'm just yeah, this is a spoiler podcast, and we do spoil everything about the movies we cover. So with that in mind, we advise you listen at your own risk if you don't want to be spoiled. So remember uh, to reciprocate oral sex, and keep in mind that what happens in Mexico doesn't always stay in Mexico. And join us as we dive headlong into monsters. This is episode 40, because I, even though I said last episode was episode 40, somehow I missed episode 39, like numerically. <laughs> Not that there's an episode I forgot to skip. I just like, I typed in from 38 to 40, you know, because I'm a dumbass. So this is episode 40. And today we will be covering... Uh, Hellraiser, uh, Hellraiser, or son of a bitch, Hellraiser, deader, Hellraiser, mother. Hellworld. Okay. Uh huh. And what was the last one? Hellraiser <laughs> Revelations. There we go. Before, Hellraiser. I'm gonna need some help. Um, before we get into that, Ashley, do you want to introduce our guests for the episode? For some reason, when you said that, I was like, God damn it, I have to do something else. Okay. Um, <laughs> the thing I do every episode, <laughs> shut up, Greg. Greg Bazelli is back. That wasn't even me, that was Dave. Thank you very much. I only saw your face, 
Dave is kind of halfway on the screen. Okay. And shut the fuck up, Dave. I don't want to see your face, facial expressions either. But we have Greg and Dave from Monsters in the Mosh Pit. We are so welcoming to our guests. Welcome, Welcome both I love of you. you guys. We're so happy that you're here. Thanks for having me. It's been great. And I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a glutton, <laughs> so I'm just going to stay. I enjoy the pleasure of the pain. That's right. Well, we're, we are we are really glad to have you guys both here. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Dave, This is is this your first time on our podcast? I can't, I don't know. I believe so. I think you've uh, graced us several times. I think this is my first time reciprocating that. So. Oh, well, we do it's like reciprocation. I think this is your first official guest appearance, is it not? Uh, no, you were on uh, Horror Chronicles. Was I? Yeah, with uh, oh yeah, Gerald yeah, yeah. and Ryan. Yeah, I'm well, I'm kind of Greg's like not so cool co-host. He only really brings me out when his mom makes me makes him to. So usually, <laughs> I'm usually hiding in the closet somewhere when his cool friends come over. It's kind of like having a punching bag with legs. It's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is a large ass punching bag. And I only say that because I had to like squeeze in between a single seat truck. Like there was no second row of seatings. <laughs> I had to sit in between that bitch between both of you motherfuckers. <laughs> and I, <laughs> at least what? At least there wasn't a stick. It shift. was about five minutes in. <laughs> I was damn right. It was around. <laughs> but i can't wait to hang out with you guys again man i freaking love you guys oh we care about uh, you too in a weird way was it white castle it was all it was raining it was all steamy and foggy out and didn't yeah with the uh titanic came on the glass thing down the window yeah it was it was white castle it was the parking lot of white castle where we all learned that dave does not know how to back up a truck like a pickup <laughs> truck <laughs> And I just I wanted my damn shrimp poppers at 3 a.m. But there was only one. It wasn't three. Don't lie. Whatever. Shrimp there was like at 3 a.m. Sounds a terrible idea. It was. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. There was like a 22 foot gap where Dave's like, I don't think the truck's gonna fit in there. <laughs> he wasn't the one that was been drinking. That was me. <laughs> That's the only reason why Dave was driving. I was committed, so. <laughs> anyway, uh, quick thing before we kind of get into the meat of the episode and our regular segments, uh, listeners, we do have some housekeeping we would like to get, uh, we'd like to address real quick. Number one, as you can tell from the introduction, we have finally decided on my new horror moniker, which is Ragul. Uh, and right off the bat, that was going to win because it got like 60% of all the votes split between the four options. So it took a commanding lead and it won. So as of now, uh, my horror moniker shall be Ragul. And that was submitted by son of a bitch. No, not him. It was. What's up? I'm counting how many times you say son of a bitch this episode. Oh, well, go for thank it. God it's not a drinking game. <laughs> Okay, that was submitted by uh, 
listener Jason Widgington. So Jason, I will be reaching out to you and uh, you'll have your option between. Fuck. I can't remember what the prizes were. <laughs> Ashley, what were the prices? It was a lot of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> it was like two things. Oh, one of them was the screen popcorn bucket, the ghost face popcorn bucket. And yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the option between Evil Dead Rise on 4K or the Conjuring 7 film collection on Blu-ray. So, Jason, I'll be reaching out to you or you can reach out to me and, and we'll get that uh, ordered and shipped out uh, to you. So congratulations. Very Yay. cool. Uh also uh we have re- uh not renewed, up updated. That's the word. We have updated our website for anyone who cares. Uh but it is it's looking brand new, it's looking fresh and hot. It's uh you know freshly updated. So go ahead and visit our website at headlong and monsters. I'll go to datasites.com and please send us pictures of your genitals um <laughs> no that's our email it, that was it, the it, wrong it, place to send that that's right that's right your poor Never wife mm-hmm. mm, that's right yeah because it's my wife that like handles the website and uh the last thing and probably the most exciting thing generally is we are very very close to having official merch for the podcast and what that means is we have the the side and the link and the services all ready to go the problem is we can't actually start receiving orders and going live until we have at least five designs ready to go so i have we have three designs as of now one was kind of like a last minute edition but i am working on the other two and they're going to be individual uh, like individual designs of either just me or just ashley and pretty soon we will be opening up the merch store. And if you want to, you can buy some shit for the podcast. So, yay. Yeah. So all of you dudes in my DMs, it's time to pay up. That's right. Bitches. You gotta get a shirt before you talk to me. Mm-hmm. Is, is there more that comes with the shirt or? I mean, you can buy a thong, I think. <laughs> Not, oh my God, okay, wait. Know. Not a previously <laughs> worn one. I should state that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you lost me. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> but yes, we are very close to having uh some merch for the for the podcast. And that uh I think that's all the housekeeping that I wanted to bring up. So we should probably get into some listener feedback. Ashley, you got some of that sweet, sweet listener feedback for us? Listener feedback. I do. See, I did it this time. Yay. Okay, so we have to travel back in time to... Our last episode, which was, I don't know when, the end of the end of July, I think. So it was a bit. But either way, um, at Beernut One, set this scariest on Twitter says, "I enjoy your show. 
had only seen through Hellraiser 3, but last week watched 4 and 5, starting 6 tomorrow to finish your newest episode. I have one concern, <laughs> the Ohio vitriol. As a proud Buckeye, I hope a photo of a concrete corn statues will make you rethink the greatness of the Buckeye State. <laughs> uh, I'm so confused by this concrete corn thing. Mr. Ohio, like, Greg, aren't you from Ohio? Can you explain what the hell? Uh, yes, uh, corn is, I believe, the largest export in Ohio. If you go to Ohio, you pretty much see nothing but cornfields. I mean, Greg's currently wearing an Ohio State cap. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can't see that. Percent of the gross domestic product. Shut the fuck up. Baby. I have a funny story about Ohio. Hit it. Sort of. It's in. I don't know. So I have to work with a lot of other universities throughout the country in my job, and they were going through some like copyright lawsuit because they wanted to copyright the. This V, yeah. because if you call them Ohio State University, they don't like that. Right. So in all the correspondence, when I would <laughs> just be like Ohio State University, they would be like, "It's actually the Ohio State University." And I was like, at this point, I'm never going to say that in any email ever. I will put it on the legal paperwork because I have to, because that's their legal name. But, like, it bothers them so much if you don't say the Ohio State University. And I was like, mm, fuck this. You're Ohio State University forever in every email I said now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That is kind of funny. That's like a whole school giving off neckbeard energy. It is. You guys are fucking gremlins. Be quiet. <laughs> You're only I saying love- that because I'm short. I love <laughs> you guys at the Ohio State University. My colleagues over there. But I have come a, on, if you make me say a thing, I'm just not going to do it. I, I have a hat that's just a black and red hat, and all it has on it is in red, it says the over over the brim, and it's like... Oh, oh. my dear Jesus. Okay, but, Greg, I can't help but notice that your hat, at least the, the, the hat you're currently wearing, on the back that I can read, because he has his hat backwards, it only says Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah, it's because it's, it's not... it's. You know, the logo just says Ohio State. Well, they should put the on there if they're so damn. I have a hat that just says D. Fucked up about it. Don't don't get don't get me started. Don't don't. don't Sorry, I continued the slander even after he sent me a beautiful concrete jungle of corn. Beautiful it is. (laughs) I'm sorry, Seth. (laughs) I saw that picture and I was like, that's a lot of corn. Anyway, he also said, like, he quote tweeted our thing, and he said, I've been listening to this podcast on and off for a bit. I admit I always laugh at something said or discussed. The show, to me, is the morning shock jock of horror, weird and oddly engaging humor with serious thoughts of why they love horror. I say give them a listen. That was really funny and awesome. The The shock jock. The morning shock jock. (laughs) That's awesome. and it's like we don't even try to do that. It just happens because that's just how we are as people. Yeah, some people have to be have to try to be as ooey, uh, ooey and gooey as we are. Gross. Okay. 
Girl said, I opened the box, but the demons must have fled. There was a note saying, try the next box. <laughs> I wonder how many boxes she's had to go through now. Mm. And Horror Friend Ryan says, I told you a few months ago, I thought you guys were really starting to hit your stride, and episodes like this prove it. Fun episode, and it had me rolling at times. <laughs> I hope I can still bring some sort of energy to this one, and it doesn't. I'm sorry, everybody, if it doesn't work uh, out. <laughs> you'll, you'll get there, Ashley. I don't. I, I have faith in you. <laughs> um, So my friend Josh, Goblin King Josh, has been posting about, you know, watching through Hellraiser, and he said that was mostly in part to us covering it. So he was talking one day, he was like heading into work, putting on the newest episode of Into Monsters. Hellraiser 4 through 6. Also, I won't lie, I love Hellworld. They don't cover it in this episode, but I just have to say it's probably my favorite of the series outside of the first four and the remake. <laughs> I'll get into that later. I don't quite understand all the Hellworld slander, is all I'll say. But then on Facebook, Sean Taylor. So I went on a, a rant about Sweet Tea the last episode. And also mm -hmm. how if you say pop, don't even come near me. Like, don't ever say that around me. And Sean Taylor said, I quit drinking pop in all caps a long time ago. Thanks to three days of hell with a kidney stone. And he also only drinks unsweet tea. So basically, Sean and I are just, we're going to go our separate ways now. There's nothing left here in this friendship for us. Uh... It's like Man, the third John, mortal enemy. Real. Yes. You've been added to the list. <laughs> she's she's becoming the guy from Billy Madison. Yeah. The what? You mean the meme I sent to you guys like after that episode dropped? Yeah. Oh, there's a <laughs> Yeah. Had had uh, Steve Bushimi on the on the hit list. It was Greg, Pop, Unsweet Tea, and Star Wars <laughs> all getting marked off. Wait, was list. that on the I didn't see that. Yeah. That was that was in our our little Facebook chat, a little I Facebook am group chat. I'm such a trash person. <laughs> I like y'all get y'all's messages, and I'll look, and I like I need to go look at that later, and then I never go back. You're like, oh, it's these assholes again. It's the ADHD. But anyway, yeah, that's from Billy Madison, right? That guy. He has the list up of people, and, and then at the end, Billy is like, man, I'm glad I got in touch with that guy. Anyway. Yeah, Billy, that'd be yeah. nice. Put the lipstick on. Pearl said when she forgets to call it carts, she just says the dang wheelie thing, because I also went off on how we call it buggies here, and people have never heard that before for oh, some reason. Buggies, Dave, I cannot hear you. You're so hear. quiet. Sorry. I call it a buggy. Me and Dave call it the same thing. That's crazy. Must be a southern thing. You're both crazy. Actually, Ohio calls them buggies. You know, like Australia, they call it trolleys, which is really weird to me. Well, and in Europe, they call them carriages. Carriage seems just outrageous. Preposterous. I'm not, I, I'm not gonna lie. All of all of all those things y'all just said seems outrageous. <laughs> I mean, you're over here like, oh, we call it a buggy, and then you're like, oh, carriage is too much. That's where I draw that line. 
Yeah, it is too much. Hold on a second. I mean, shoot, man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm being a dick. Also, right, right, like, uh, here, like two minutes ago, friggin' Dave sends me a little uh, can of ragu that he just fo- like quickly photoshopped an L at the end of it. So now it says ragul. I knew <laughs> someone was gonna make that joke. Like an asshole. <laughs> Memes. I know you do. You send us the most memes in that group chat than anyone else. Mostly, I just send. Uh, uh, no, I not dick pics. They're called deck pics. <laughs> I just send pictures of my deck. A little of attitude, man. Oh, she mad. <laughs> Ashley's multiplied. Hi. Like the thing, the numbers are increasing. That's all no, they want to do is assimilate. As a tax. It's the chicken nugget tax. I took one of her chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh. Who would two for $40? Wait, here's your drink. I'm a bad mom and I'm feeding my kid DoorDash Twindies because I did not have time to deal with I mean, Fridays are usually an eat out day for like us at our house. So. TMI roll. I- <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> okay, first of all, uh, that's not the kind of eating out I was talking about. But as far as that goes, every day is a need out. I'm not going to be all Henry Cavill and go on. That's right, baby. Are you kidding me? That's a three course meal. <laughs> the other pink meat. Mm hmm. Anyway, I've collected my chicken nugget tax and I'm ready to continue. Cool. Uh, do you do you have more the feedback? The feedback. There is no more feedback. Dope. No All right. Feedback. So let's okay. So let's go ahead and move into some horror happenings. <laughs> Uh, who would like to go first as far as this horror happenings goes? Dave, let's have uh, you go first. Uh, give me the rundown of <clears throat> what you're looking for here. All right, Dave, let's have Greg go first. Yeah. <laughs> useless. You listen to their show. I have, but I don't do horror that well, so I'm, I'm struggling. He with doesn't have horror happenings. I, I just, I hate him so much. <laughs> Greg, why don't you explain the premise of our show since people are probably like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> That's what I think the My horror. Is that would actually be helpful because people don't realize that Dave does not do horror movies. They're probably just like, why is he being a fucking dickhead right I'm now and not talking about his shit? Okay, well, Dave, you explain the premise of the show. Though. All right, so in our podcast, Greg and I, and we also have three other co-hosts that co-mingle when Tom's appropriate. Uh, our premise is Greg is a horror uh, fiend. He loves it, breathes it, and he also loves heavy metal. I'm the exact opposite. I'm very new to this, and I am basically sharing my new perspective on these different journeys we go on with Greg's uh, lifelong passion for them. Kind of gives you the yin yang of uh, sides of the story there. 
Did you rehearse that? No, I, it, it felt a little rehearsed. I pulled put it on my ass. Oh, okay. so I did that. No, that that was very well spoken. Although I would instead of yin yang, I would say wing wang, but that's just me. <laughs> that's, that's more appropriate to our age level as well. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, that is correct. Davis knows absolute dog shit about horror and heavy metal. <clears throat> And I like to teach him and throw him into the deep end with things like the sadness and slaughter to prevail. So, yeah, um, which I was on for that episode, and fuck, man, I had a great time. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. But my horror happenings have been—I've uh, been catching up on a lot of movies, um, a lot of 2023 movies. Uh, the one I want to talk about <laughs> the most, though, is uh, one called Unwelcome. Uh, have you heard about this one, Raul? Is that? Un- unwelcome uh i, w- I want to say yes it was, it i want to say yes and yeah. it's, it's an irish film and it has to do with uh at one point they call them leprechauns jokingly but it's these little tree people like gnomes like if you ever watched that cartoon back in like the 80s about the gnome people like that's what it reminded me of and uh these little gnome people uh yeah and uh it goes there and it's a lot of um fun uh it's like home invasion style with british humor or irish humor in this this sense but it's like very very dry wit and hodor's in it uh it's like one of the last movies he made before he passed away and Mm. uh, yeah uh just i don't want to give any spoilers on it at all and I know I normally don't care about that, but this one you just need to watch. It's so fucking good. I, I it's, it's probably this year's Psycho Gore Man for me. And uh, the second movie that I want to talk about is called Manfish. <laughs> like Man Bear Pig? <laughs> kind of. That's exact. That's the first exactly. thing that popped into my head. So, so Manfish is an English. Uh, <laughs> horror comedy uh, I, and if you don't know me i'm huge on horror comedies i know that's very divisive and some people are like i want my horror without my comedy i want my comedy without my horror but i'm like a chocolate peanut butter guy like mix those shit together and it's the best thing ever um and uh well my favorite movie is Shaun of the dead so if that tells you anything english humor on top of that's even better so Manfish is uh exactly what it sounds like uh it's about a guy and his manfish friend and that's all I'll tell you. <laughs> are are of... both of these on Shutter? Yes, they're both on Shutter. Yeah. Okay, I'm uh, I'm gonna be adding them to my watch list because you, you <laughs> one and for the first one you intrigued me, and the second one you intrigued me, but in a disgusting way. <laughs> I thought when you were talking about Manfish, you were talking about House of a Thousand Corpses when they turned no. Dwight Schrute into a Manfish. That's oh, fish- they then they call him Fish Boy. Fish yeah. boy, yeah, but I was like, what is he talking about? Oh man, that's Bill. They turned Bill into Fish Boy. I always mm-hmm. have to pay more attention to what you're doing, and that will take effort, and I just can't do that. No. <laughs> I would try, but so those have been my horror happenings. Other than watching a lot of, uh, I watched a lot of Hellraiser, and uh, watching some. Uh, non-horror movies for uh episode coming up on a different podcast and stuff like that. So. Awesome. Well, when that comes out, uh, be sure to let us know. And I'll, I'll be checking that out. Yep. I watch Hellraiser. You're cheating on us. Okay. I, well, you know what? I got an invite from 
you know, Dr. Shock, and I cannot pass that up. So you know how much I love hell? Dave? Well, Ashley, considering how many guests we have on our podcast, you know, we never decided we were going to be monogamous with Greg. I mean, I couldn't eat that chicken every day for the rest of my life. Just say, no, that's fine. Just, I mean, at this point, I'm just waiting for the call to just say, you know, instead of it being the uh, deadly duo to be like the the trippy trio at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm the in. trippy, the terrible yes. trio, Triassic trio <laughs> of elderly emos. That's right, because your emos fuck. You can you can say you're the dynamic duo of elderly emos and one metal guy that stands in the corner. That's fine. Hmm. No. Uh, well, Dave, now that you know the premise of our horror happenings, do you have something to share with the class? Mm, I don't think I really had time to watch in the last, like, forever it would be relevant here. But I've been watching, obviously, Hellraiser, and I started watching the extended cut of The Fellowship of the Ring and The Two Towers again. But How not, is that relevant It's here? not. That's all I have. So, okay, so, <laughs> ab- so absolutely not. No. Okay. The goblins and orcs and dragons, and that's kind of. I mean, Christopher Lee is in it. Yeah, they they are, they are Urukai. Yeah, they bear the mark of the white man. <laughs> he sent me a pretty great <laughs> video of a dude putting flour on his hand and putting it on his boxer's face. <laughs> it was. I I've saw that. I've seen that on TikTok, and I was like, you know what? I got nailed it. Pretty awesome. Better, better scene it than looked, anything in Lord of the like Rings. Dog, so yeah, my my dog looks like. That. I also sent one that Greg, uh, the guy getting uh, baptized, had this like black ink, like pellet thing in his pocket. When it hit the water, it, like it, this big black cloud shoots out of the pellet. Wait, do you not know what a bath bomb is? is that what, well, it, it was a lot more volatile than a bath. Bomb. It was a fucking bath bomb, Dave. Looked, bath looked, bombs are pretty volatile. They they like bubble up and they're all fizzy and stuff. Have you not used one ever? I've I've had the round one my kids have played with, but I have not like this thing looked like a world of the I don't like the way that sounded. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. It was a very special black bath bomb that made the water turn all inky like a squid. This is great audio, by the way, telling other people about videos that you yeah. said. Listen to okay, Dave I- playing TikToks. I have I have uh, bath bombs that do exactly that. They just kind of like make it make the water all all uh, all black and inky and whatnot. But they also have Epsom salt. So whenever I'm like really sore from like a workout, I just lay in the bath and use one of those bath bombs. So that makes me they, they make me feel real good. I love I, those. I think baths are absolutely disgusting. They're people soup. They're disgusting. Okay, I will lick my boot in front of you again. No, no. No. Ew. <clears throat> All right. I'm allergic um, to bath bombs, so I don't get to enjoy them. I'm the weird one here that likes bath bombs. Cool. Ashley, how are your horror happenings been going? So I went to see the A24 film Talk to Me. Mm. And fell asleep in the theater because I was exhausted from work. Was the movie not good or you just or just too tired? I was just too tired. So, like, I, I was into what I saw. So then one of my friends who doesn't do horror was like, hey, I want to go see this. Take me. 
I was like, okay, I'll give it another shot. And I actually stayed awake and I really did like it. Uh, but for me personally, as someone still grieving very hard for their father, it was almost too much on the grief stuff. So just a caution if you do see it and you're still grieving someone, it's pretty intense imagery and things like that. But overall, really good. I like that. Then I've been watching a lot of Supermarket Sweep, of course, because I get home at night and I'm just a zombie. But I did just watch Chud 2 again. But the Chud. Episode, because it's one of my new comfort movies. But the Chud. It's a good pick. Nice. So that's almost as bad as my comfort movie being Basket Case. So. I, oh my gosh. I was going to say, but the Chud, like, like, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Chud 2 and Basket Case would make an excellent double feature. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Man, that'd be great. Um, would it was that all your horror happenings? Yeah, that was it. Cool. Well, for my horror happenings, I'm going to give Ashley a lot of shit because I finally watched the Renfield movie. And no. I was like, <laughs> okay, I want to say, first of all, I really enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. However, there is, there's one thing that absolutely, utterly, and unabashedly pissed me the hell off about the movie. And that is the ungodly levels of fake ass, hard to watch, dog shit, CGI blood. Like, there are so many splatters that are just uh, poorly rendered CGI blood. And I'm like, okay, for all of this shit that Ashley says about hard to watch CGI anything, and she like loves this movie, I guess it's like, you can have the worst CGI, but as long as you have a someone that's really good to look at in the movie, Ashley's going to 1000% forgive you. <laughs> Yeah, but also I just like the aesthetic of most of the movie. But the blood thing was a problem, I will say. Yeah, it was a that was for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was granted, and that's the only thing that I would knock that movie for because the rest of it's just so much fun. Um but man, I, I would have preferred less blood. If it had just been practical, like if someone was just off camera, just throwing buckets of blood against the wall or whatever yeah. the hell, that would have been so much more fun for me. This is one of the only times I'll stand up for CGI blood. And that's because of the, the way that this was shot and like the <laughs> overtly comic book style of the kills. Like I get it. Like, you're not going to be able to do some of that stuff with, with practical, you know what I mean? So I mean, Over the top added to the theme, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, that's what they were going for, but I, I will always choose practical over CGI. You know that for me. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, if they were going to go that route, they could have made it look better because it just didn't look good with the, the blood. Like, if they were going to make it CGI, which, fine, they, they, if... You're right. I mean, the way some of those kills worked, it had to be CGI. 
So they would have had to change the nature of the kill and how it looks on camera in order for them to be practical. So if they were going to stick that route, they were, they should have at least gone with better CGI. I think I'll give you that. But I, like, I, like I said, at least I understood the decision on it. Fair. How about eating the bug thing? It's kind of odd. Well, Renfield eats bugs. That yeah, that's that's board? canonical. Okay. I, uh-huh. Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, let's see. I am. I've had a very busy week myself, so I have not finished uh any book i'm still reading the big head by edward lee and this is the second episode in a row now where i don't have like a full book to talk about and for that i am so so incredibly sorry but i am very close to finishing it i was trying to get it done for the episode and i just failed miserably i'm so so sorry um (laughs) but you know until we meet again anyway uh, I did watch The Fly, Cronenberg's uh, The Fly with my wife Morgan, and the body horror in that movie made her absolutely squirm. Like she was getting green watching that movie, and <laughs> I loved it. I was about the to say, part, you're just like having a great time with that. Oh, dude, I was I was watching. I don't know what was making me smile more, watching the screen or watching her watch the screen, because it was great. <laughs> I've seen the fly. It's pretty disgusting. Isn't it, though? I'm impressed he knew that he's seen it and he knew Golden was in it. It's, it's yeah, a fantastic. Ripping scats first. It's nails. The peel on the nails. It's so... that, was the, that was the first scene that got her. And then, like, that. That other scene where he's just collecting his body parts in jars and just sticking them in the medicine cabinet. She's like, is that his penis? Oh my God. Is that his penis? Did his penis fall off? Like she was freaking out about it. <laughs> and I'm like, I think that might be. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever noticed that before, but that Never looks like that. a dick. That <laughs> <laughs> was great. Um, but I think that is all of my horror happenings. Oh, actually, tomorrow uh, I'm catching, I'm driving into Salt Lake with a buddy of mine, former coworker, um, and we're going to go see The Last Voyage of the Demeter. So I'm really excited for that. It looks pretty good. Demeter? Demeter? It's a Demeter. Look, I've only ever seen that word. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like an old, uh, like, uh, old southern dude on his front lawn. Damn it, get off my lawn. Smoking meth. Doing the yeah, how do you say it then, Greg? The Demeter. Demeter. What I is don't know that? Demeter of the word. What the is that? Word. It's the name of the ship, the last words of the Demeter. You know or not ever Demeter. If I, if I remember correct. Correct. If I remember correct. Yeah, you're you're giving me shit for not Fuck saying you, things Greg. correctly. <laughs> I believe Demeter was a goddess, if I remember correctly. But um, that's um, well, in the context of this of the movie, the I'm and I'm gonna keep saying Demeter. <laughs> Demeter. In the con- yeah, in the context of the movie, the Demeter is the ship that uh, that takes uh, uh, Dracula 
from Transylvania to England, right? Where uh, sure. everyone in the crew dies and Renfield is just kind of at the bottom going, he, he, he. I, I can't like remember. Six shooter? What? Puppet six shooter? That sounds like what he sounds like. Oh, I mean, they're kind of, it's kind of the same little giggle. A Renfield six shooter. Yeah. I, I can yeah. see that. I, I can't remember if the Demeter was canonically like in Bram Stoker's book, but I not believe, canonically. I believe it's in um, the 32 version and in the um, uh, Bram Stoker's 94 version. It also makes a that voyage makes a slight cameo in the very beginning of the Renfield Renfield movie. So there's that. You don't have to watch that movie. No. Twice. You what now? I've watched that movie twice, but I don't remember that. Well, when and when he's saying like, "Oh, let me start from the beginning," and it's like cut that like uh, hard cut, and then the black and white footage of the ship oh, at yeah. sea and whatnot. Yeah, that's the that's a Demeter. Demeter. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Demeter sounds more southern to me. Like Demeter. I don't know. Yeah. I need to put some coins in Demeter. Yeah. Babe, I can't hear a word you're saying. Wasn't the, the, the Demeter? That was a thing on Harry Potter, right? That sucked all the souls. The mentors. God damn it, Dave. He's a Harry Potter nerd. Don't let him fucking fool you. Like if the if the dementors suck the soul, what do the dementor what do the dement whores suck? <laughs> I'd like to find out. But you would. Wait, is Helena Bottom Carter one of them? They'll probably also charge you thirty five dollars for that though. That's cheap. Yeah, that that ain't cheaper, mm-hmm. cheaper than Wendy's. I'll get two. Oh my gosh, that is true. <laughs> Can I DoorDash that? It would still be cheaper. Yeah, but you'll have to give him a tip. Yeah, that's the whole point. I'll give him the whole thing. The timing, like the absolute, that was hilarious. Hey, baby. The, well, the thing is, the tip is, is the whole thing for you. Oh. <laughs> so, listeners, in case you don't know what the hell we're talking about, I was complaining that I was door dashing Wendy's to my house and it was like, $35 for like a chicken nugget meal and a salad before tip. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. So that's why yeah. Dave works really well right now. My best jokes I mean, tend to be fast food related for some reason. Your most memorable ones, that's for damn sure. Because I still can't get over Pizza the Hut or job <laughs> fucking Pizza the Hut. Pizza Hut. Nobody out pizzas the hut. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. You're delicious. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that is all of our horror happenings. So let's go ahead and move on to shit. Our yeah, our movie reviews for the episode, which I failed to bring up on IMDb. But there are three movies and four of us. So uh one of us is gonna have to sit out synopsizing a movie. Uh I've no, Greg, you don't. You don't get to. No, you don't want I me to sit out. You, Ashley, you're gonna sit out. Yeah. Cool. Wait, we're gonna leave. Let Dave do this for real. Like, yeah, yeah, Dave's gonna have to synopsize one of the movies. So, Dave, which movie are you gonna synopsize? I just get to read something. 
Yeah, yeah. I I read my synopsis synopses synopsisizes. Off IMDb. Yeah, I read mine off IMDb. I'll do Hell World. Cool. Nope. I I'll do Revelations. Uh, so what's that leave me? <laughs> Get her. Fucked. Oh, fucking worst one. <laughs> Don't say that. No. Uh, no. I guess it's a coin flip between no. Deader and Revelations. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me pull up Mduba as Mr. Joel G. Robinson was in. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, we're gonna. I can tell we're gonna fight over some shit on this episode. It's gonna be fantastic. Girl, we need to get back with Joel. He he DM'd us today. I I saw that, but I was having kind of a nerf sword battle play session with dominic so i didn't have time to like stop and read the message and that was that was like 20 minutes before we started recording here so i i just haven't had a chance to read that joel doesn't even know who i am like like famous ashley your words they got they cut straight to my heart i'm sorry you're not Straight though. That's the thing. The I'm really not. <laughs> <clears throat> Hellraiser Deader. 2005 film directed by Rick Bota. Bota reminds me of uh, Bota from The Offspring. Uh, supposedly this was written by Clive Barker. Now I don't think so. Uh, oh. Neil Marshall Stevens and Tim Day. It stars Carrie Wurr. Uh, Inut Terminsky and Inut uh, Hugh Jorgen. And the synopsis is. Find it. Yeah. In London, after doing an article about crack junkies for her newspaper, investigative journalist Amy Klein, who's the best part of this whole film because she's hot, uh, watches a bizarre videotape showing footage of an underground sect in Bucharest whose members apparently turn into zombies through the mystic powers of their leader, Winter. Yeah, I'm not, that's all I'm going to say. I might as well rest it. Sure, I guess that's what I saw. <laughs> I can continue. Let me continue. It says, uh, let's see. Her editor, Charles Richmond, obtained the tape from a follower named Marla and now invites Amy to run the story as a scoop. She accepts, but upon her arrival in Romania, she finds Marla dead with a strange cube in her hands. After retreating into her hotel room, Amy finally opens the artifact, thus initiating her journey into Hell's domain. Join us this Friday for Hell World. Or, no, wait, this is deader. Never mind. I don't know. It's Stay in your lane, bro. It's it's a movie. (laughs) They're Cenobites, but not really. Because they're just zombies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, these are people like kind of cosplaying as Cenobites until the real Cenobites show up and fuck them up. Can I say something that's bothered me forever? Yes. I don't like the name Cenobites. Uh, Dave, of all the things... You could have said today. I, you I, I did not think I was going to be agreeing with you on this, but I also kind of 
don't really like the name Cinnabites. It reminds me of something you get from like Tim Hortons on the way to work. Hey, I want a large double double and some Cinnabites. Yeah, I mean, I have. Uh, since we've started covering this franchise, I have called them cinnamon bites the entire time. See, sugary sweet. Anyway, they can to- if you want them to. Sorry, go ahead, Greg. I don't. I, that's all I got. Uh, I was just I was just trying to get us back to debtor. <laughs> um, so this this movie is a different approach. Uh, oh, there's my phone. Um, this movie is a different approach to everything else we've seen so far except for maybe inferno right bloodlines at least carried on oh spicy uh bloodlines at least carried on the you know the 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 pact of the continuity of it and everything this one it's just something totally different and it's pretty much similar in in the vein of of inferno where it's just a, a a shoehorned kind of thing like they could have left out the the cinnabites in this and it still would have been a movie uh, but it does make it a little bit more interesting having the cinnabites in it and the you know the limit configuration and that that part of it but we still really don't get anything once you get through the movie that makes it feel overall more encompassing like i, I think i said on the last show that i would love to see like different stories about just the lament configuration and the people that it meets similar to what they've been doing however the story needs to be centered around that and not pitch not the lament configuration can pigeonhole into it my in, in my opinion but this thing does have some some very good um, aspects going for it um, i like the underground uh nature of the sect or cult um I, there's a scene where she's trying to get into the sector or cult and uh you know it's a hallway that keeps shrinking and shrinking and shrinking until she gets caught in it and it's and then you have you know the cinnabite chasing her like those kind of things are really really cool and i enjoyed that aspect of it and even the the eastern european look without i don't think it was they were ever in eastern europe but they still had that kind of look to it. Uh, it was there were things that were good. Uh, the acting is okay. Uh, there's nothing special. Uh, Pinhead doesn't look great in this film, uh, which is sad because it came out in 2005, and I'm pretty sure Hellworld came out in 2005 as well. Uh, and they came out really close together, and somehow in Hellworld, Pinhead looks fucking a thousand times better than he does in Debtor. And it's just, it's a unique story with the resurrection of the people and all that kind of stuff. And it's fun, but overall, it just leaves you wanting. If you're a Hellraiser fan, this is probably going to be the low of the low for me. So, so do you, do you pin it your top three? This is definitely not my top three. <laughs> Hard same. Like, Greg, you were saying something about how, um, you know, this is, it's kind of like, you know, you're you're shoehorning in the Cenobites and the Lament configuration and all that help. But the thing is, and, and you compared it to Inferno, the thing is Inferno had a story that I enjoyed and cared about. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell that the Cenobites are shoehorned in. 
but I, I kind of didn't really mind that because I, I was really intrigued and invested in the story and the characters thereof, whether I liked them or not, that, 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 that's not important. I was invested in what they were going through. So this movie, however, I was like, don't care. I didn't care about any of it. Um, yeah. The, the 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 main character was I I think she's super boring. Like she she never made anything intriguing for me. Um yeah, the funny thing, thing is she, Sorry, go ahead. She had one thing going for her and that was her looks. Like I mean as a as a hetero male, she was hot. But eh. calm down on Renfield. That's that's all I could get out of it. I, mean, well, I she was my style of hot, you know. I like that style. You see, you know, oh, she I mean she ain't thick though. She ain't thick. No. The only thing I think about this movie is how many motherfucking cigarettes is this bitch gonna smoke? Yeah. The cigarettes in this movie deserve their own acting credit. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Hold on. This she it's no Shelly Duvall's ash here. Okay. <laughs> that cigarette deserves its own acting credit. <laughs> <laughs> they can both have their day in the spotlight and this movie was nothing but her smoking cigarette after cigarette after cigarette i'm like this disgusts me i don't i don't mean to defend the shining that's not the kind of person i am but (laughs) shelly duvall needed as many cigarettes as she could handle because she needed something to cope with the emotional abuse she was receiving from the cast and crew and directors and the director of of The Shining, so yeah. she can smoke all the cigarettes she wants to. You know, I don't think you've upset Pastor Matt recently, so let, let's go into your feelings on The Shining again. Let's not. I don't want to <laughs> receive that kind of mail this week. <clears throat> anyway, uh, one thing I thought was interesting is at the beginning of the movie, she you knows she's going undercover at a crack house, and she looks at uh, the paper she writes. Is you know the life of a crack whore, <laughs> and um, she does like when you first see her, she fits the bill. You know, visually she looks like a a crack whore. <laughs> so when she when I learned that that leather jacket that is super fucked up, dirty, and gross is just her jacket that she still wears throughout the rest of the movie. I was like, oh, so she doesn't know how to dress herself. Yeah. I had a lot of hate for this female lead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, I thought I was going to be mean in this movie. (laughs) Like, like the, um, it, it, it says something that I how I don't find her attractive because at one point when she goes into that other girl's apartment and she sees her dead body holding the lament configuration between the two of them, I saw the girl dead on the toilet who had hung herself and I was like, that one, smash. In that condition. Yeah, that's fine. See, not me. I, I, I totally, like I said, she's just my type, man. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> she's my type. Also, currently, uh, uh, I, I was mentioning this before, uh, before we started recording. But I was, I wanted to do something to like kind of embody the, uh, the sweet, sweet suffering. And what that is is uh, eating uh, Elijah's extreme, 
extreme regret hot sauce made out of a Carolina Reaper and Trinidad Scorpion with my burrito that I have in front of me. And it is incredibly hot hot sauce. It's very hot. I've eaten a lot of Carolina Reaper sauces because that's usually my go-to. If I see a sauce that has Carolina Reaper, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to try that. And this is above and beyond one of the hottest ones I've ever had. So it's great. And also in that vein, if you were a drinker, I am having some, well, I made two drinks because <laughs> it's too spicy to finish the first one because I'm a pussy. <laughs> but I feel like a puss because we were bitching about Chipotle salsa. I know, right? It's a hot, hot salsa today. But anyway, uh, mango habanero old smoky whiskey uh, is my drink today. And it's uh, the mango's sweet and tasty and the whiskey's good. And then the, the, the habanero just kicks you in the nuts. I like habanero. That's good stuff. This hot this hot sauce is like is like a smoky, like an earthy flavor. <laughs> but it burns the shit out of you. Holy Moses. It and it there's not a lot of buildup. You know, you usually get a hot sauce that's got like buildup. It starts off kind of weak, and then you kind of get like a false insecurity, and then it boom kind of kicks you. Yeah. This one, it's it starts off real strong, and then it just gets worse. Yeah, There's exactly. no buildup. It, it's just oh, uh, the bomb. No, thank you. The hot ones is like that. It just fucking hits you in the fucking teeth. Is that one uh, Elder's Eyebrow goes, <laughs> what the fuck? I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. So what? You know, Greg likes women with skinny eyebrows. I think that's where we left off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I, I, wow, you really focused on just her eyebrows. Wow, okay. Well, it's hard to focus on anything else because she had no hips, no tits, no ass. I mean, come on. I had to focus on something. She's really pretty. I don't know. She has a symmetrical face. I can't hear you. Am I deaf or are you just not speaking loud enough? I, I may not miss here. I was. Uh, that's what happens when you accost me. and I, He's I, playing on his phone. No, I'm, I was reading trivia about the... the he was trying to go look at her skinny eyebrows. I was looking at Carrie War actually, but I'm just trying to find something positive to say because you guys are really like shitting on it. It's boring. It's boring. That corpse hanging in the bathroom. Believe it or not, they actually did film in Bucharest. Oh, really? That they did. Like, okay, that's a thing, but come on. Um, two million dollar budget. Ooh, I'm not sure where that two million dollar went. It must have went in the producer's pocket the cgi chains coming out of the box to grab her gross terrible Come on. yeah that was I'm not good glad you went to the cigarettes <laughs> yeah seriously i need five hundred thousand dollars in cigarettes stat there was a movie where they they, they went over their cigarette budget what movie was that it was one of tarantino's movies i think it's probably oh i believe that he loves having people smoke in his movies so that kind of makes sense Dave, you haven't said anything about this movie. I was waiting for my turn. It's your turn is whenever you want to speak. Oh, so are we just doing the whole movie as a whole? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. we don't go over it individually. Oh, okay. It's not our show. No, so uh, disclaimer: I suck, and this is actually the first Hellraiser movie I've watched. I got to see the worst three, probably first, which is not the greatest, probably. It's not the worst three. Well, two of them are. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, so as my first impression watching the Hellraiser movie, I was aware of Pinhead in the box, but didn't really see. Yes, Greg is behind you. Um, it wasn't that great. It, out of the three we watched, it probably was not my favorite. Um, I did laugh at a goof though, if you guys noticed when she goes to the apartment. Is it Mira? Myra? Marla. Marla. Marla's apartment. She's hanging there and she has the puzzle box in her hand. Well, if you look at the scene where she grabs the box and then she like flops and then she runs out with the box, there's a scene where it cuts back and looks at her still in the bathroom. Well, the box is back in her hand, even though she's holding it. That was pretty funny. Maybe it was all a dream, Dave. I don't know. No, it was just bad. <laughs> but no, it was I, a nightmare. Like I said, the, the, the Cenobites didn't really do much of anything. They were, they were really, what, 45 seconds of screen time? I, it was probably more than that. But, but it was just a little flash of pinhead. You're more in danger than you can realize when she hit the puzzle box and then at the end there. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The, honestly, the 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 Cinnabites, the sorry, the cinnamon bites have to say it correctly. The cinnamon bites have such little <laughs> screen presence that I would be surprised if Ashley has any thirst trap quotes. I have n- not really. He's <clears throat> there's like the the quotes are so fucking un. What is the word here? Just like unimaginative. Because he just goes, don't think for a moment you're not in danger. Okay, whatever. Who I am is no concern of yours. I am your redeemer. I am the way. Okay, well, he already said that in another movie. Yeah. It's amazing how this movie came out before AI. And somehow all the pinhead lines were, it seems like they were written by AI. Uh, Yeah, I I was just like, this, you got set up in the first movie with this fucking cool character, or even not just pinhead, but all of these characters, and you fucking fiddled it away into these shitty ass movies once we hit these, the really rough patch. Like, you should have just left them alone, because... All you did was write a movie, a shitty one at that, and then think, maybe I should put the the Cenobites in here, and then we could just slap Hellraiser on it and make some money. <laughs> yep. She reminds me of uh, Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. You and I know that franchises... For your next thing you knew, <laughs> you weird it like a child that's found daddy's gun. And you're putting it on a, on a lunchbox and you're selling it. And you're selling it. <laughs> See, I can barely hear y'all. I'm sorry. But I was going to say, Roll is currently dying. I know so that franchises right? fall off. But there is something in a lot of our favorite franchises that, like in Friday the 13th, they're always revolving around the characters that we love. It's not an afterthought story where they throw Jason in at the last minute and try to tie it all together. Like, in these movies, they totally fucked up all of this stuff that was set up for them so beautifully in the first two, and I would argue, three to five movies. And this just makes me want to 
fucking scream at someone how shitty they did our characters in these films. Dave, it looks like you have something to say. Yes, it kind of reminds me of, and you guys are going to laugh because this is obviously a meme on our show, but it actually reminds me of Tremors. The first couple were good, and then, like, I didn't realize there was nine other Tremors movies that kept going and going and going that were just, some of them were great, some of them were decent, and some of them were like, why? Yeah. I thought Hellraiser kind of took the same path. There's still good things that come out of some of these movies, okay? Yeah, I'm not saying they're all terrible. This one is just... I'm honest with you. This is the worst of the worst. I mean, there's, I'm, I'm gonna have my options on, uh, part nine, right? Seven, six, seven, eight, nine. I think nine, whatever that one is. But uh, with fat pinhead. But but it's it, it it you know I understand, like Raul said, and I said earlier, the story itself was written. I'm sure that they just said, okay, we can adapt this into something. It's just, it wasn't a good story. There's a reason why it had to be adapted into Hellraiser because it wasn't good enough on its own. Inferno mm-hmm. was good enough on its own. I could have watched that because it's very Seven-esque, right? Or even like the new the new Batman that came out. It still has that kind of feel to it. That uh, almost noir Noir. It's a film noir set around, not even around Hellraiser. It's this film noir with Hellraiser shoved up its ass. Yeah, but you know what? It was still compelling and good to watch, like Raul said. But um, yeah. film noir with Hell Raiders or something—that should have been our uh, episode title for last last episode. <laughs> well, it's gonna uh, film okay. Film noir with Hellraiser shoved up its ass is gonna, so far the running title of this episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I was sure my two millimeter dick bullet was gonna be it. <laughs> that. That at best, that's gonna make that's before we started recording. At best, that's gonna make it into the into the <laughs> bloopers, and we can't have a blooper for the title of the episode. Then I just so young. That's true. Dave has more stupid stuff to say. But are we ready to rate and review this or rate and recommend this one? I'm done talking about it. I will say, I don't know, I'm all fired up now. Fuck this movie. Oh, okay. My rating went down during this discussion and I'm ready to rate if you are. Social norms. I've already have grown horns. You just can't see them yet. Social norms. Sorry. I I, I want to say one thing. <laughs> this I I I've been kind of praising and forgiving a lot of the whole, the Hellraiser movies up to this point. I've been rating them a lot higher than I generally see them rated on on sites, in, including Letterbox. Now. That that train kind of stops here because (laughs) this movie was so boring. I watched like because Ashley said that we had to reschedule this episode. We were supposed to record uh, last week or I think this just this past Sunday. So like five days ago. Now. This movie is so damn boring. That when I was thinking like, oh, what am I going to talk about for this episode? I Besides the girl, the dead girl in the bathroom, which, by the way, you can see her breathing. Yes. Um, 
besides the dead girl in the bathroom and then the shitty jacket, the constant smoking and the terrible CGI where all of these like occult members get speared through like imagine that great scene in the first guardians of the galaxy movie where groot like yeah like like yeah where i am groot right where he like grows out his arm just spears like kebabs five dudes waves them around a bit and then chucks them off the side of this bridge and just like i am groot you know that 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 really cool scene imagine a really shitty version of that like real shitty like if you're imagining shitty version of that it's not shitty enough like it is (laughs) dog shit this that scene and that's the climax of the movie yeah yeah it's rough it's rough still not the worst of the of the of of the whole series though you know i watched a while ago and I was like, I should watch this again for our episode. This was for the last recording we didn't get to do. And I turned it on. And I was like, oh, fuck this forever. No, I'm not going to rewatch it. And I'm just going to hope someone else has something constructive to say. And then I was like, maybe I should watch it because I got five more days. And then I was like, actually, no, I'm never watching this again. Yeah, I was like, oh, I should rewatch this. And then actually, just like you, I started it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. can't do it well i mean i they got bucharest right it looked good that's because they were there <laughs> this movie is so far the lowest bottom of the barrel tier as far as hellraiser movie goes a lot of people and and i can't remember actually you're the one that compared this to um you know uh the the jason franchise friday the 13th franchise yeah. and i think a lot of people give move like in in that franchise a lot of people give movies like uh, Jason Goes to Hell and uh, the fifth one. Shit. Jason this X. movie. New no, Beginning. Jason X is, yeah, New Beginning. Jason, this movie makes Jason Goes to Hell look like Citizen Kane because that movie, even though it's not quote-unquote Jason, oh, that yeah. movie at, at its core is still a Jason movie. Right. This is barely a movie, let alone a Hellraiser movie. So I'm, I don't know. The, yeah, but I'm, fair, I'm done. That you know, New Beginning was not a pigeonhole movie either. It, it was not a shoehorn movie. It was written as you could have imagined that as being Halloween three, right? Instead of Halloween three, you know, J, you know, Friday five. If it was just called a New Beginning and didn't have Friday the Thirteenth in the title. It would have been a totally different story, you know. Same with you know, season of the witch. If it was just called Halloween season of the witch, not Halloween three season of the witch, could have been taken a whole new direction. We could have had a Tommy Jarvis as the new killer, you know, in six, seven, eight, you know. But instead, everybody freaked out because Jason wasn't in it. That's a wholly different story, and I'm not sure why I'm even talking about it. Just for the fact that you brought up part five. I don't. I don't know. It's your fault. It is my fault. I'm done talking about this movie because I'm just going to keep rambling about how shitty this movie is. Um, so let's let's go. Who who gave us the synopses for this? Greg, you did, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, Greg, give us your rating for this bitch. Uh, this is a 4.5 hallways that keep out the big boys. And uh, this is going to be a 
low priority rental purchase if it comes to the box set or if you're a Hellraiser completist. I'm just going to put you down for low priority rental. That's fine. I, I mean, I'll, I'll own it when I get the you know all the rest of the Hellraisers because I don't own this one, but yeah. It is it is sad. It is genuine it genuinely makes me sad <laughs> that I will one day spend money on this movie yep. because I will own it and it will sit on my shelf because I'm not going to own the rest of this these movies and not own this one. Exactly. And that's kind of where I'm at. You know, Hellraiser is one of my favorite franchises. It, it's probably in the top two or three. I, I fucking love. It. I have a, a fucking Hellraiser phone case. Like that's how much I love it. But yeah. This movie is just not it. And there's another one we'll talk about later. This is not it. Okay. Well, Dave, give us your rating. We'll say three subways of nowhere. Not a fan. Avoid? Avoid. Wow. I think that's your first avoid that we've ever ever done. Yeah. It, 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 it was just a random mid-2000s European movie with a random pinhead guy that popped in. They would carry water's hot. If, if you like dirty uh, drug jackets, I guess. I totally do. Kind of look at Gross. <clears throat> Not grosser than you licking your fucking work boot, you fucking heathen. Whatever. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> at least Raul doesn't walk in a crack house. That is true. Nobody does. <laughs> I work for a school district, you monster. <laughs> you don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay, moving on. <laughs> and this tastes like mink oil and fentanyl. He doesn't no. work for a university. God. That's that's true. What do you think this is? Texas? <laughs> <laughs> that was Arkansas. It's pronounced Arkansas. That's called meth. Thank you very much. That's what we do here. Mm-hmm. It's funny, you have the this the town between Texas and Arkansas is Texarkana. So it's a town that we share with Texas. Yeah. Yeah. It splits the border harder than never mind. I was gonna make your mom joke. Anyway, um I'm gonna rate this. And I'm going to give this a uh, a 2 out of 10 Subway sex orgies, which, by the way, who the hell? Like, there's a lot of, like, things that need to happen in order to have a functioning Subway cart rolling on tracks. Who, who, who the hell is in charge of that? Anyway, but that's, that's neither here nor there. I'm going to give this 2 out of 10 Subway sex orgies. And... I'm honestly going to say avoid. And that that really breaks my heart to say that there is a pinhead movie that people are just going to avoid. But, yeah. Yeah, the tits in the back of the subway car at least were entertaining. Oh, that was usable. Until, yeah. in, until they were hanging from the ceiling. and then Still after, usable. That, that's when I came. Mm-hmm. I was like, smash. Yeah, that that's I, I I forgot all about that scene, the subway sex scene. Yeah, that was a great scene. I'm looking for winter. Turn around. Yeah, I forgot all about that until 
until Dave mentioned the subway. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened in this movie. That's how little I remembered about it. What was the guy's name in the subway? I don't know. Crack dealer McBones a lot. I don't know. He kept saying, turn around. You don't want a pot of that. Early 2000s cliche drug dealer that looked like Eminem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know how the train kicked him off that train. It's Romania, dude. I don't think there is a trans authority. All right, Ashley, uh, what is your rating? I gave this a 2 out of 10 chain smokers, and I say avoid it. Wow. I mean, I knew I'd be the high one, but I didn't realize I'd be like one and a half points higher than everybody. Well, that's because this movie sucks. I mean, I got to give it two points just for the subway scene. Two points to Griffin, though. I'm honestly going to say that that's where my two points lie, because I can't think of anything else that was uh, worth watching besides subway sex orgy boobies. Not as good as the subway scene as uh, the sadness, though. I would, I, you know what? I could, we should make a list of better uh, horror movie subway scenes. Okay. American Werewolf in Paris, better subway scene than this movie. Wow. That's, yeah. Okay. There's, yeah. Okay. I'll give you that one. I'll get, I had one that I lost it because it's an action movie, not a horror movie. Oh, the Matrix subway scene? Oh, no, I was going to say Volcano. You pull out oh, the with, dumbest fucking movie. They're stuck on the where, where, where the guy like uh, yeah. dies because he's carrying that person out of there. Woman and throws her, and he falls in the lava and gets melted and vaporizes and dominate yeah. Jones. I wish you would fall in lava. You know what though? I love that movie, and I don't care. Dominate Jones. I'm a Dante's Peak guy. I I, I, I do like Dante's Peak, and I think it's the better volcano movie. They came out the same within really, like two months of each other. Yeah. yeah. And P.S. Bosnia, who just came off of uh, Goldeneye. Are we moving on? Can we? Yeah, can yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Dave, you it is now your responsibility to give us the synopses for Hellraiser or Hellworld. This Hellraiser, is, World of Warcraft. This is a big uh, responsibility that I won't bear lightly <clears throat> and still fuck up. <laughs> so, the film introduces a circle of young youths who are addicted to playing Hellworld, an online computer game based on the Hellraiser series. The film opens at a funeral at Adam, one of the friends who was obsessed with the game and was murdered by the Cenobites after unknowingly releasing them by solving the puzzle box, which was his father's possession. The remaining five friends blame themselves for not having prevented Adam's suicide. Two years later, they nonetheless attend a private Hellward party at an old mansion. Friends Mike, Derek, and Allison are enthusiastic about the party while Chelsea, or Chelsea, well, <laughs> Chelsea, sorry, uh, only reluctantly nailed it. Jake, who also attends, is still very much distressed by Adam's death. They are cordially welcomed by the middle-aged party host who offers them drinks, shows them around the mansion, and allegedly a former covenant and asylum also built by the, the Marchland. Did I say that? I, I don't know. You're reading it off the fucking screen. I can't see. What's the guy that made the puzzle box? 
<laughs> oh, I thought you said the marsh. Uh, no, the marshland. The, 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 the toy maker. It provides them with cell phones to communicate with each other, which is funny. All the cell phones are like the Nokia brick phone. I had that phone. <laughs> they were Nokia brick phones. I have that written down in here. Yeah. As the party progresses, Allison, Derek, and Mike find themselves trapped in separate parts of the house and are gruesomely killed by the host, Pinhead, and the Cenobite minions, Chatter and Bound. Jake and Chelsea, 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 wrong. Chelsea. and Chelsea separately find themselves treated as if they were invisible by the other party guests and the police called by Chelsea. They also encounter appearances by the Cenobites, including Allison and Mike, which all turn out to be hallucinations. All right, stop. That's enough. What? Okay. So for the rest, for the rest of the synopses, or for the rest of this discussion, we have to call her Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> anyway, Chelsea finds out the host is actually Adam's father, who is out to avenge his son's death on his hell world playing friends. Starring Superman <laughs> and Ed Holly. The two now flee the now empty mansion, but are stopped by the host, who now reveals his earlier drugged the five. Uh, he, uh, sorry, he revealed what he drugged the kind five. of synopsis did you find? It's on IMDb. He's doing the storyline. He's not doing the synopsis. He's, do, he's reading the storyline. It's synopsis, kind of... motherfucker. Right, that's what? enough. Just stop. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you told the whole fucking movie. Is that the point? No, it's just a synopsis. I don't... It's synopsis means summary. I, I am summarizing. Okay, long long and short is basically they realized they were drugged, all this hallucination, and the two or three of the friends are dead from their own hallucinations, and they the two escape happy ever after. And the host eventually dies because he actually opened the real box and the Cenobites came and killed him. The end. Raul looks so perplexed right now. <laughs> I don't know I what's hurting him. more. That that synopsis, the previous movie, or the ungodly amount of hot sauce that is coursing through my mouth. Was was it that bad? Was it me reading, or was it the synopsis itself? It was it was the synopsis itself. Like my god, dude, I don't need the screenplay. Like summarize that bitch. Josiah looks softly over her shoulder. <laughs> I would just like to say. I'm glad that there is someone that sounds more Southern than me on this episode. I do. <laughs> Dave, you, you, just out. you crawled out of the fucking backwater Creek oh. and put your boots on one, you know, one toe at a time. I'm like five hours North of Arkansas. And I sound, well, you've got an Appalachian accent, sir. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Okay. The book I'm reading is currently set in Appalachia. 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 Appalachia, that's what they call it on Fox. Well, I'm going to call it Appalachia. So <laughs> it's currently set in Appalachia, and uh, I think I'm in my mind for the rest of the time. I'm gonna, I'm, I will read the book for. Uh, I'm just gonna, yeah, it's it's just gonna be Dave's voice. Hey, twenty bucks. I'll do the best damn book on tape you ever had. Mm. I will mispronounce all the names, but. Dave, we, you couldn't get through a fucking synopsis. How are you going to get through a book? I was doing good. You just bitch it was too long. It was too long. It was too I get, long, but you I get did told a great it's too long. job reading it. Thank you. Except for Chelsea. I, no, I, I that, no notes. I very articulate. No yeah. notes. I love I love Chelsea. More, I need more Chelsea in my life. <laughs> 
All right, so tell us about the movie, Dave. I, I did. You told me to stop. No, like, oh, Jesus oh, what I thought about well, the movie? No, what did you think of the movie, Dave? Oh, I liked tell it. Tell us so your I, thoughts. I liked it. So as somebody who plays video games, I like the kind of concept. But, of course, technology-based things don't age well. Um, like them playing a, like, uh, it's like a Team Fortress 2 type uh, Counter-Strike. Nothing like Team Fortress 2 or Counter-Strike. It's the same generation of game from 2005. Uh, you're looking more like, you know, Di- Diablo 2-esque. Okay. Anyways, uh, I really liked it. The hallucination thing really uh, fucked me up. I didn't see that coming. I was, and it really kind of was like a big shocker at the end of me because I didn't catch on. But I really liked that aspect. The fact they were all actually buried in the coffins the whole time. And it was all in their head. It was really cool. And I did not, uh, I knew the host was weird. I thought when they walked into the mansion, the fact like they had all this private tours and like nobody else really interacted with them, I thought was kind of strange. And of course it makes sense as you go on. Um, but yeah, that'd been some powerful hallucinations, uh, whatever drug they used that hit quick and hard and you're hallucinating bad enough to cut your own throat. That's pretty, pretty fucked up shit. She clawed at her throat. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's. I, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, this this by far was the best of the three I watched. I really enjoyed it. Why this do people is, hate this movie so much? I don't know because this is probably my my third favorite of the Hellraiser series. Like I loved when the uh, the dude with inhaler got downstairs and he's laid on that table, finally catches his breath. They come with the big meat cleaver and cut his head off. Oh yeah. Honestly, that was a great effect. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for all those uh, pickled heads in the formaldehyde to start, like, moving and looking and talking. They didn't. They moved a little bit. One kind of, like, wiggled, but I was wanting, yeah. like, more. I was wanting, like, uh, Futurama-type head in the jar. <laughs> you wanted Richard Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> Our room. Fetch <laughs> <That's> my body. <laughs> oh. So, okay, real, real quick fun fact about that. Um, originally it was kind of thrown around the idea that, uh, the actor playing Richard Nixon's head was going to kind of portray Richard Nixon as a werewolf. So that's why he kind of does the howling. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Now we'll say me being the nerd. I am the, uh, did you notice the Ford Explorer that the, the, apprehensive no. i know you didn't the the apprehensive friend that drove him there she had a ford explorer that gold one yeah funny if you look early in the movie it had european plates it actually had a romania plate on it even though they're in the u.s and you can tell it's a, a european spec uh vehicle it's got the little signal lights on the front fenders and it has the amber tail lights which the, the american ones don't and it's just weird it was a european explorer and everything else was american in the movie I don't know how that happened or why that was inconsistent, but kind of threw off the. Illusion. You know what? You know how it happened and why? Why no happened? one else ever because noticed it? No one else fucking cared, but you. <laughs> yeah, I cared. I threw off the realism. Okay, uh, real quick, this is a movie about a video game, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, I might be wrong. Did we ever see, like, 
in-game footage in this movie or was the most we got kind of like that real stupid puzzle where you could get your win quote-unquote win your invitation to this party or right you, know, you, you saw the login scheme for hell world was like start menu options then you saw the little puzzle you won secret invitation yeah that's that's, that's what i'm talking about that's all you saw there was no actual game footage Okay, this movie came out in 2005, the very next year. A movie about a video game, Stay Alive. Have you guys seen that one? You're cheating, bitch. <laughs> we covered that movie on the show. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, out of nowhere. Yeah, with Frankie Munez and yeah. uh, Sophia Bush and whatnot, which I, yeah. Anyway. You did watch it? <laughs> That I that movie had plenty of in-game footage that even though it didn't look the best, it looked pretty representative of video games at the time. Um I mean technology didn't get that good in a year, so I feel like this movie really phoned it in. Yeah. Nokia. On that aspect it did, yes. Yeah, I mean they could have gone into that, but really the the story wasn't based around the video game other than the fact that they had played it, their friend killed himself over it and they were invited through it. So it's not like they were playing the game while they were there. Whereas in stay alive, they were playing the game to stay alive. So the, the actual video game concept and gameplay was part of the story. Whereas in this movie, the, the game itself was actually the, the preface of of the movie so i'll give you that stop eating your fucking hot burrito <laughs> no kiss my ass the others didn't take my gifts so willingly yeah the cgi with the uh and this is common in a lot of the sequels where the cgi of the box itself is pretty bad but uh like i said with um Oh, I, was gonna say, I love that Henry Cavill was in it. Yeah, but I don't like the fact that Henry Cavill, uh, you turn your fucking Superman cape around and wear it like a bib, and you go down on that woman. Oh, hell you yeah. Don't, you don't but the best part, it wasn't actually happening. He was getting an imaginary blowjob instead of saving his friend from imaginary death. Yeah, but you don't imaginary make that face. Yeah. You imaginary that was a conscious thing. A bib and go. Mm-hmm. And besides, we've all gotten imaginary blowjobs. That's called a wet dream. <laughs> I had one last night. No, I didn't. What? Anyway. <laughs> a dream last night, my knee hurt, and I woke up and my fucking knee hurt. I'm like, is my dream impeding on my life, or is my life impeding on my dream? This is crazy. What was I saying about Pinhead? Yes, Pinhead. If you die in the dream world, you die in real life. What's that from? The body cannot live without the mind, Neo. Oh, that's right. That's Matrix. This is the second Matrix reference. Um, Pinhead looks five million times better in this movie than he did in Debtor. And yes, I'm yes. not sure why, but the CGI of the box itself is just as bad. Like when it stabs the dude's thumb, it's terrible looking. Yeah. But, you know, stuff like that. Like, just get a rubber hand and fucking shoot a needle through it. But that's just me, I guess. Also, like you actually had a variety of the Cenobites, and it's not Pinhead. Like the other ones, they were in the background, but like you actually had like 
the other Cenobites actually killing people. I like the big hulking dude that does the decapitation and puts uh, Superman up on the hook. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was fucking cool. I liked him. So for the for the listeners and everyone, anyone else who hasn't seen this movie, what Greg is referencing with the whole, like, use your bib and eat that pussy is, um, oh, my gosh. Uh, is the... Uh, I put way, way too much hot sauce on that last bite. I'm I'm putting hot sauce on every single bite, and I probably shouldn't be. But um <clears throat> the uh don't worry, I'm, I have I'm, a screenshot of you dying from hot sauce. I'm posting on the Facebook. Oh, thank Moses. Okay, so <laughs> I just went the Facebook. Damn it, Dave, um, this is your fucking fault. The All Facebook. Right. I'm sorry, Maul. <laughs> so part part of part of the the phone thing that they're all given cell phones is that people have a, a they they're wearing a mask and the mask on the forehead has like a three or four digit number and on your cell phone if you see someone you like you know you, there's a you, there's a sense of anonymity but if you see someone whose body you like you call the their number correlating with the mask and the phone that they're carrying and you're like hey you want to have some anonymous six so at one point <laughs> yeah. so at one point henry cavill is sitting in like a in a in a chair at this party and he's getting a blowjob this girl is just going to town on his duck and uh when it comes time to reciprocate you know, the girl's like, it's your turn to go down, big boy. He does like this lip smacking noise, like someone just told him that he has to eat dog shit. And <laughs> I was like, how fucking dare you? Right? You piece of shit. Like, Superman is a selfish lover. I, my thing is, is, she was, wow. Like, it makes sense that it was a dream because, wow. And, yeah, like you just go. Like you just you don't even have to be asked. Like you just do it. Just fucking mm-hmm. do it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Sometimes that's the only thing be I right eat back. all day. I have to be right back. Okay. Yeah, sometimes that's the only thing I eat all day, baby. Um <laughs> But man. uh that's right. The most important meal of the day is not breakfast. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, Greg, one of the last times you were on, I mentioned that if it, if you weren't supposed to eat it, they wouldn't call it cake. And I've been saying that a lot. Like, I need that on a T-shirt. It's a good That's... T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, there was one I saw the other day, and it was, uh, if I don't have a woman that's willing to dip, one ass cheek and tequila, the other one in fucking salt and put a uh, lime wedge in her ass crack and let me eat it, then she ain't with me. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. Yep. You're welcome, um, listeners. We're childs. Mm-hmm. Childs. You mean children? No, childs like the fucking dude from the thing. Oh. You seem like the gangster. That's fair. You go to uh, Ashley's house, you can dress like a child. It's so cold in the tundra. That was a stretch, Dave. What? I didn't follow you there until you explained it. 
but she is a monster. Like I put mine at sixty eight when I go to bed, but like sixty four, that you're just a fucking monster at that point. Earl, you seen the uh, Universal Soldier, have you, John Claude Van Damme? No, John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, John. John. Like J O H N. No, it's like whatever. It's, it's, what? Jean. Jean. You said John. Whatever. <laughs> Close enough. I didn't put a G emphasis on John Claude Van Damme. That guy. Anyways, mm-hmm. in, in the movie, the the soldiers they do got to do their mission, and when they come back, they have to go in like cryostasis to like recover. That is imagine me Ashley's house. She she functions society, and then when she comes back to her house, she's in cryogenesis to recover and be comfortable. That's that's why Ashley looks so like well preserved and young, because it's so cold in her house. She literally is unable to age. <laughs> what are those for? The frozen mummy situation. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but if you lived down here in the heat of no return, you, I don't know. Some people what? keep their houses on like 75. That's and I don't go to those 70. people's houses. Oh, you're, that's, that's me. Right. I don't go to your house. Well, I'm poor. I can't afford, I don't know how you afford 64 degree AC in the South. Like, yeah, what, what is, what what, what kind of bill is that? I pay like maybe like I the highest I have paid is to like fifty. I have is no that, idea. Is what, that a lot? I, was, I, was just, I don't pay my bills, so I have no idea what it costs. It's like yes, two hundred fifty dollars for electricity. Yes, yeah. that is and, outrageous. For- 1200 square foot house, but twelve uh, 120, 150 at the highest. I mean, I low so two years ago I was paying uh about like 118 to 120 uh in the summertime. Uh but this year, since I got solar panels, uh I, I think last month I paid five dollars. Jesus. I've I've I literally have no idea what, what our No, I pay in the winter it's like in the hundreds because i don't turn my heat on ever if someone turns my heat on my house i will fucking fist fight don't turn my heat on but if it gets like in the freezing where i have to or my pipes will burst i will turn it on but not any other time i don't understand everyone's like i'm never coming to your house yeah for real i made the joke i said yeah if i'm about to burst turn my heat on if i came to someone's house and their house was in the 70s and i had to stay the night i would die (laughs) mine's 72 during the day and 68 at night 68 at night is acceptable this pleases me no, I I am going to continue eating my hot sauce. I'm a big girl, biggish. I'm I'm thick. Oh, hold on. I okay. You mean size? When you said I'm a big girl, I thought you were saying like I'm a grown ass adult. Like that's what I thought you meant. Girl. I pay, my I pay what I, I want, want for electricity. <laughs> I misunderstood. <laughs> you're being polite and also that's not 
I don't know. I just I just introduced a very fat phobic concept into that, and I would like to retract. <laughs> You're not allowed. Retract that statement. Also, Ashley, I cannot remember what you said earlier, but at one point you made me laugh so hard that I was actively putting hot sauce on my burrito and I I I, I was shaking while I was doing so and I put way too much <laughs> damn hot sauce on my burrito and that's why I was dying earlier. Sorry. Uh, that's I, okay. There's no telling what I... I don't part, even know what I say half the time. The sad part is this tangent has come during the best movie that we're going to cover tonight. Well, I have Let's to show. leave for a second. Sorry. I threw off my, my, my chi, my groove. I don't even know if we should leave this in or not, but that's after all. I made a timestamp, so I don't know if we will, but let's get back into it. So, uh, Greg, you were saying shit. I don't think I was saying shit. Um, his little son is here. Hi. Yeah, Silas is with us. He's listening. Say hello, Confused. Silas. Yeah. He's now back from the pool. <clears throat> Ice cream. Oh, yeah? Is it so good? Yeah. So, uh, the, thing, the thing with Hellworld that I thoroughly enjoyed was the mansion. Like, I thought that, like, I want to live there. Like, that's one of the coolest, like, I don't know, effects slash locations I've seen in a while. That <laughs> Silas, stop. He took my head. What are you doing? Um, I, 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 will, I will give you that. Like, the, the mansion was pretty freaking dope. It looked cool. It looked like it was supposed I mean, I've never been to, like, an underground, super private, exclusive party. But in my mind, like it nailed it. It nailed the aesthetic that it was going for, you know. See, I don't know. It was just so cool. Like it was so macabre, and like I don't know. It was like I, I want to live there. Like I want that dungeon in my house. Like, <laughs> is that weird? Am I weird? Yes. No, I no, want that dungeon in my house. Oh, I would fucking kill for the house from Thirteen Ghosts. That that thing was awesome. And I would like to have the ghosts there too. Did I say there's a petting zoo downstairs? No. Um, like I've already said that Pinhead was looked a million times better, which I still can't understand how. Like this one was put out by Dimension. Was Deader put out by Dimension as well? Does anyone know? I I have no idea. I mean, I guess we could kind of look into. Yeah. IMDb, I but I but I, that was the only thing I could think of is that they were maybe shot at different times, or because like they literally came out the same year, two thousand five, and this one just looks so much better. It's it's got to be higher budget. What's the budget on it, Dave? I'm pulling back up here because it, it's got to be a higher budget than two million dollars. And if it's not, then that just shows you that the people that made Deader didn't know what they were doing because. It, it just looks better. Everything about it. The story's obviously better, and it's more seems more written as an actual Hellraiser episode or sequel. And uh, it's just it's just a better movie than Deader. I don't I don't know what else to say. 
Oh, I agree that it's a deader movie. I, I deader movie, better movie. <laughs> Uh, I kind of got the feeling. Sorry. Sorry. No, go, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. I was going to say this actually was also filled in Bucharest, Bucharest, <laughs> Bucharest. Bucharest. Love There's, it. They were filmed at the same time. It says. Yeah. So Sorry. what was the budget? Uh, I filmed oh, simultaneously. So for a million more dollars and filmed simultaneously. Why does this movie look so much better? Like I get it, directors and all that kind of stuff. Things are gonna look different because Doug Bradley showed back up for the Doug role. Bradley was in the first. It was in Debtor. This is the first time in a decade. Also, it's related news. Sorry. Oh my god. So anyway, that's that's just my theory on it. I just I just think that everything about this one is ended up being better. The story. Oh, better. I. I agree that everything about this movie is better than the the one we just finished talking about. Dave, what are your thoughts? Like it. Great. Watch it again. Cool. We rate it. No, Ashley. <laughs> Was there So this movie felt to me like did you guys ever watch like Degrassi or any like one of those Canadian type shows? Letter Kenny? Did you say Letter Kenny? <laughs> no, I have not. It feels very Canadian. Like the way it's shot and the, the people in it are Canadian. Mean- so <laughs> Well, that kind of makes sense because isn't Henry Cavill Canadian? Yeah. And and if you know and I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Christopher Jacket. If he's mm. in that movie, it's Canadian. Like he's also in the slasher series. He's in Yes, he is. He is. He's in the first series for the uh, first season for sure. He's in Eureka. Uh what else was this guy in? He was in Degrassi. He was in Possessor. Wait, isn't Henry Cavill British? I just realized. Am I an idiot? I yeah, thought I, he was I don't think he's Canadian. I think, I think he's, he's Kryptonian. You, I swear to God, Dave. He was born in Balawick of Jersey, a British crown dependency in the Channel Islands. The fuck does that mean? (laughs) He was born in the Jersey Channel Islands. Uh, That sounds British to me. It's definitely under their realm, but so is Canada. So was the whole world at one point in history, but cabs are here. Either way, um, (laughs) it feels very Canadian. I can't believe y'all didn't watch Degrassi or like. I'm 40 years old. I am literally 38, sir. I'm an 81 Honda. How dare you? He <laughs> keeps taking our line, Dave. I know. Leather, it's better. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was more, are you afraid of the dark than the grass? I'm sorry. Um, at, you're acting like I wasn't also, like, I'll fist fight you. You can fist fight me all you want. I'll win. You're giving him crap about the grass. You really think that you, you would win? watch Supermarket Sweep. Fuck you, Dave. That's a good fucking show. And 
Don't go over the coffee, dumbass. They really should stop doing that. Dave, generally, how did how, how what did you think of the actress that played Chelsea? Uh, was that the one that got the neck cut, or was that the blonde? That's the blonde. Okay, yeah, I liked her. She did a good job. And I, I kind of so- like she was reserved. She wasn't like stupid. Like, oh yeah, let's do this. I kind of like that she was like the only hesitant one that had some common sense. Ooh. Yeah, she uh, she was actually a pretty good final girl. You know, I I could get behind her. She wasn't uh, she wasn't the trope of just like the 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 poor helpless uh, victim and whatnot. I think she was prettier than uh, Greg's woman from Deader. I don't think so. But I do. I think she was smarter, and I think she was a better final girl. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't prettier. She reminded me too much of uh, Julia Stiles. I like Julia Stiles. Yeah, she's pretty, but she's not. She's not my type. My, again, I I have a type. I'm very specific type. Well, so do I, and it's the elk. <laughs> Mine is. Pale, dark hair. Big boobies. Like Alyssa Tomei from the 90s. Oh, yeah. Alyssa Milano. And skinny eyebrows. Disgusting. Actually, your eyebrows are almost identical to hers. They are not. They are on fleek, Greg. Look at that. Ashley, that is the most insulting thing anyone has ever said to you on this podcast. The fact that you just said that, it is. I don't How look at people's eyebrows. Fucking dare know. you? Because I don't know. Mine are very bushy. You're, this is a great time to eat more hot sauce. You're like a fucking the wolf man over here. I, I need a haircut to shave bad. I got Jack Nicholson eyebrows going on. Check them out. You actually do have Jack Nicholson eyebrows. Here's Johnny. Asher, you're just going to take that from him? I mean, he insulted no your very hair. soul. No, it's, it's smooth. Dave, feel I, I, I can see. Greg, you think it was I, all uh, Ashley's uh, dark eyeliner that caused the eyelash problem? Who? Sort of eyelash eyebrow problem. Oh, I was trying to make reference to I got, okay. God, shut the fuck up, dude. Man, it's so spicy. My gums are on fire. Like, like the the lining I, of I my teeth is just off. burning. We're having. What you say? At the moment. So I hope your asshole falls off the pillow tomorrow. Oh, it's gonna be yeah, I'm gonna smell burnt hair when I wake up in the morning. That's for damn sure. Ouch. Yeah. He's gonna wake up like uh Johnny Depp and uh at Nightmare Elm Street, just big volcano of blood out of his ass on the ceiling. <laughs> I can't believe you just compared my eyebrows to that girl's eyebrows. I honestly don't remember her eyebrows. I was just making a joke. I'm totally still on Ashley's pictures and doing like a, a 50-50 side-by-side comparison just for Greg. If you... That lady looked like she shaved them off and then took a pencil and was just like... Ee. I honestly don't remember. I just remember... like If you look at her IMDb photo, she looks really good. She looks, it's an older photo, like a, a newer photo. So she's older, which is like more milfish. And yeah. Okay, gross. <laughs> what do you mean, gross? I'm 40 years old. What do you think I'm going to go after? An 18 year old? That's no, gross. But you just have to say milfish. Like, ew, okay. Oh, that's brown, a thing. 
are still skinny as fuck there. Just saying. I will I will defend Greg on his well, usage of milfish. Because that it's is a fine. thing. I like I also have a thing for older men, so I was just about to call you out on that shit, Ashley. I it's fine. D- yes, Greg, we see the picture. <laughs> she needs to eat like five sandwiches every day for the next yeah. two weeks. She's definitely a little too thin for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll get Where's the meat? It's in my pants. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh shit! Are we still talking about movies? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry for for a second. I was just trying to stoke the fire between you and Ashley, so I could sit back and just you know that Michael Jackson gif where he's eating the popcorn. Yeah, you mean from Thriller? I- yeah, I yeah. wanted that to be me, but like with hot sauce and burrito. But why? Why why what what is it between everybody on the internet that really loves the fact that Ashley hates me? I'm just uh, like me. I could tell you, you my personal you. reason. What's your personal uh, reason? Because I am an agent of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Any any guest that would have said that to Ashley, I would have been stoking that fire. <laughs> Don't go after my eyebrows, sir. John Taylor, Brian Scott, you guys are safe because Ashley will always hate me more. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Scott is never safe, sir. He was my first mortal enemy. Because he likes GNR. No, that was on our show. He, I felt so bad for him. He loved that fucking yeah. album. We just Greg, Greg invites him on, and literally just everybody shits on his album the whole time. Hell right. world. Hell world. Yes, hell world. Bro, quit eating your burrito so you can actually host. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Real quick. So at the end of the movie, we realize, as uh, Dave said through that like 25 page synopsis. Length, lengthy process. 30 seconds. Um, shut the fuck up, Dave. We realize that it was not the Cenobites that were killing everyone this entire time. You know, Lance Hendrickson, which, by the way, we haven't even name-dropped Lance Hendrickson. He's in the movie, and he's the main antagonist. I freaking love that dude, and I he will him. always be Mr. Waylon Utani for me. So I, anyway. I said Ed Harley earlier. That's true, but yeah, you, you name-dropped Ed Harley, not Lance Hendrickson. I mean, aren't they synonymous? Yes. Kiss my ass. Anyway, so it highly, you know, Lance Lance Hendrickson drugs everyone, puts them in shallow graves, and kind of. What did you do? You, do you guys think he was ever going to like release them once they stopped tripping, or no. do you think that right? He was going to straight leave them there to All die. Yeah. His son got bullied in World of Warcraft, and you know, it. You know, it. He took it too far. Yeah, but his son didn't kill himself. He opened the puzzle box. No, he didn't. He no, he no. The box. There was no puzzle box up until this point. There are no Cenobites. The Cenobites show up at the very end of the movie after everything's kind of resolved, quote unquote. 
when Lance Hendrickson opens the puzzle box and they come for him. The Cenobites have literally nothing to do with the events of the I actual movie. The 30-page synopsis that said he got the box from his father and opened it, and they and that's how he died. He died by pouring gasoline on himself and setting himself on fire. Did you watch the same movie I did? Yeah. I, it literally shows him setting himself on fire. Because when the Cenobites come, they praise his son for being intelligent and figuring everything out, like before he killed himself. Well, maybe he's just yeah. the box. Maybe it's a part two scenario. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe he figured out a way to not be super murdered by the Cenobites, and that was just through suicide. It's probably the easy cop out. Maybe he used the Terminator AI bot, like in part four. Well, it's just like in part. The fuck part are we on now? We're talking about eight. Eight? Okay, in part nine, <laughs> where they get him. The guy is about to get taken by the Cenobites and he and the other dude is like, No, I'm gonna be the one to kill you and he kills him before they yeah. can take him. Yes, like sir. I think this is the the concept of that was introduced in this film where yeah. he killed himself before they could get him. Perhaps. I never yeah. thought of that. Why would you want to do that? Pinhead, take me with you. Let's go. <laughs> Well, not everyone is that brand of thirsty. <laughs> shame me. Okay. No, I will never shame you, Ashley. But what I'm saying is. No, I said uh, shame uh, me. Oh, shame. I'm not going to do that either. So. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the yeah, the cinnamon bites have nothing to do with the movie up until the like the last two minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, except so, for the health world thing. Yeah. Just this, yeah. So in, in, in my mind, it's possible, you know, in, in my head canon, quote unquote, that literally none of the other movies exist. All of the movies and the fictional video game in this movie are all part of the same, like, story media that exists, like, like how in our world we have Resident Evil video games, we have Resident Evil movies. Like in in the world of Hell World, the other Hellraiser movies exist, and the video game is based off of that because there are so many homages in yep. this game and in the dungeon to the other movies. Yep. So that's why I was thinking, like, oh, the movies exist in this universe, right? Yeah. That's the way I, think it as well. that's the way yeah. I watched it. Yeah. So do you guys like the fact that at the end it is kind of revealed that, oh, the cinnamon bites do exist in this universe? Or would you have preferred the kind of like, oh, man was the real evil and then the cinnamon bites didn't exist? Like, would you have preferred that that, that Doug Bradley and the rest of the crew had just not shown up to take Lance Hendricks into hell? I think the camera was needed. But I'm glad that they were able to pull off such awesomeness. But the Cenobites didn't exist, but they were still part of the fever dream from the the drug trip. So, like, they were there, but not really. But they did exist at the end. Yeah, they did exist, but they were also... You saw them throughout moments in the movie and throughout the whole thing. So It'd be like, for me, like, all of a sudden, like, I'm having a fever dream about fucking Orgrim Doomhammer... 
like chilling in my backyard and then all of a sudden he shows up when i wake up like that would fucking trip me out you know what i mean yeah that's a world of warcraft reference for all you non-nerds out there cool so do you are you guys happy with the fact that that the cinnamon bites actually showed up or would you have preferred that it had just kind of stayed with the whole oh it was just drugs thing no i i'm i'm happy with it yeah i, I, really I like the father the father was killed I, I like that it kind of was like your closure that he got his justice for his injustice i i like just i like the idea that the fact that uh their you know horror like fake world can encroach on their real lives by actually becoming reality i, I thought that was really cool like i like that idea but you know what's funny raul is i would have been okay with it the other way as well it would not have hurt my feelings if it ended with it all being you know, just a, a psychic trip. So I like the way it ended, but I would have been okay with the, a, a different ending as well, where it, they just died. I want to just died. I want to add that I think the whole movie was well done. So therefore that little bit of the ending really didn't affect the rest of the movie. True. Whereas Detter, like the climax was kind of the only last surviving hope, but it was terrible. This mm-hmm. one, you didn't really need that to pull it in as a hell world experience yeah, but i mean i also have seen movies where i like the entire movie and then the last 10 minutes i was like what the fuck just happened and i turns out i don't like the movie because of the last 10 minutes so yeah so so, so ashley how do you feel about it i didn't mind it Wait till would, you, would you have preferred the other way or, or are, are you so indifferent that you're like ah whatever You can't was, shake your head was, out of it on an audio podcast. I, like, I just, I just didn't think about it before. I was just in that world and for the ride. And when they showed up at the end, I was like, cool. They're taking this guy where he belongs. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'm going to kind of be the odd guy out. I would have honestly preferred if the cinnamon bites had not been revealed as like a real thing in this universe of the movie. Uh, I would have, preferred if the whole thing had just been Lance Hendrickson drugging kids and then burying them alive until they starve to death or die of exposure. Uh, I don't, I mean, it's cool. And we we still, I do. I love bleak endings. So like if, if this guy had just drugged a bunch of kids and left them to die and then kind of walked off into the sunset, I'd have been like, hell yeah, evil winds, bitch. So like, I'm, I would have, I would have preferred that personally i mean i don't know the preferred that is cool too know. but that's your that is really on brand for you too yeah that's like your opinion man <laughs> <laughs> but but wouldn't it be cool like how the halloween movies exist in our realm of reality or friday the 13th and we found out one day there really is a jason Voorhees out there killing people I I honestly would not be super thrilled about that because like uh I don't know I I I I enjoy horror because in my mind there's such a divide between like the things I see on screen and I don't have to think about them in relation to real life horrors. Here's my problem with that theory. I would try really though because a lot of the stuff you like is torture, home invasion, which is real stuff that happens to people. But that doesn't make me lock my doors any more than I already do. 
I would end up trying to befriend Jason because I, I love him so much and I'd be the first one dead. So, yes. I would be it. like my first my my first thought goes to Puppet Master and the puppets are real and they're my best friends and they hang out with me and they love me. Okay, there there are sorry, go ahead, Greg. I was just thinking that I could go swimming with Jason and then we can go just go skipping <laughs> through the sites. And you could teach him how to swim. Teach him how to swim, oh, Dave. Okay. I know how to swim. You'd be out having sex, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's where I'd be. I'd be off boning a cam counselor. Granted, this is like I'm gonna say 17 year old me, so that's fine. <laughs> it wasn't a very good swimmer. <laughs> um. Okay, so back to this movie. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm you know what? Fuck it. We should just move on because. <laughs> We've talked so enough about this. Yeah, we should. We have talked enough about this. I'm not 80. Who gave us the synopsis? Dave. Dave, Dave, you gave us the synopsis. Give me a rating. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. What? Oh. Uh, acid trips. Heads in the heads in the drawer. Eight out of ten heads in a drawer. Yeah, that works. Okay, and your recommendation? Uh, definitely watch it. Uh, probably a good one to add to your collection if you collect movies, media. I don't, I don't. I just everything digitally because I'm lame. But if you collect movies, I would add it to your list. Okay, so I'm gonna say watch, maybe buy. <laughs> uh, Greg, what is your, what is your rating? Uh, the, 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 the. <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> I like Steve Carell on an Anchorman. <laughs> uh, this is an eight point five. Got a one up me. Yeah, well, that's what I had it on my letterbox. So, uh, eight point five out of ten. You know, I had a good one for this, and I forgot it. Um, you don't tug on Superman's cape. Um, and a, a buy. Eight Wait, what? Eight. You you don't what on super what? You don't tug on Superman's cape. Just okay. Because he doesn't go down, you know. I, I I made the joke about the cape being a bib, anyway. And the recommendation? Oh, it's a it's a purchase. Okay, I said bye. You must have missed that. I must have missed that. He was so fiberglass with your answer that he, he missed it. Okay, uh, I I'm gonna give this one a seven out of ten. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's good. Okay, you know what? I I will I'll bump it up ever so slightly. Seven point five out of ten. Ah, peer pressure. That's right. Which is the best kind of pressure? I'm down, Ashley. <laughs> Dave, you're just asking to get bitch slapped. Her face was the best. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, 7.5 out of 10 teens burning themselves alive. From Cinnabites. Yeah. And I'm going to say yeah, this this is still a buy. It's it's a good movie. I like it. I really enjoy this movie. I did too. 
Ashley, what is your rating? Um, I also gave this a 7.5 out of 10. <laughs> Henry Cavill singing Holy Pussy to a nun picture. Oh, <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. Fuck. Holy That's pussy. right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, holy pussy. I can see it now. Headlong into Monsters, episode 40. Holy pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when are we covering Dust Till Dawn? <laughs> we it. already have. We have it. We have? Oh yeah. Yeah, you did that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was me and my brother. Honestly, Ashley, those movies, um those movies, the, the ones that we did, like or that I did, I should say, before you became a co-host, uh Maybe we will revisit them because I'm sure some of the listeners would love to hear your opinions on those movies. Oh, that I and I really want to do the line. collection. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Ashley, real quick. What, what what's your recommendation for it? So you gave us uh, a, your rating. Bye. Bye. Add it to your collection. If you can find it, I don't really know. I bought it digitally. What are you doing? Why'd you do that? Are you trying to Why stab me with a fork? No, I'm just I I'm making art. Okay. Art. You know, that fork reminds me a lot of uh Hellraiser Deader. That's good because guess what? You're giving us the synopsis for Hellraiser Deader, Raul. No, I'm giving the synopsis for Revelations. Oh, that's right. I already gave this. He says, y'all, come on. I gave the synopsis for Hellraiser Deader, and I've already forgotten because I did not like that movie. <laughs> Overall, I think it sounds like we should buy this. That way, at least props up the uh, Deader and Revelations bookends. Yeah. And the reason that twisted, bent ass fork reminds me of Hellraiser Deader is because, as Greg put it, it's a very unique movie in the Hellraiser franchise. But just because you're unique does not mean you're useful. I could True. still use it like as, as like a back scratcher or something. It's still useful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I could like if I were to buy Hellraiser Debtor on DVD, I guess I could use it as a coaster. Yeah. So it's still useful. See? Doorstop. Mm-hmm. An expensive coaster. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's see. Hellraiser Revelations. The first Hellraiser movie that does not feature <laughs> oh my gosh, that does not feature Doug Bradley. It's hard to say. <laughs> Man, that was sad too. They should have just came up with a different I don't even know. Like, they're not really antagonists. Like Victor talked about in the first episode we did of this. Mm-hmm. But kind. Well, I bet you're still wishing for days like that where Victor and Ian Urza were here. Instead, yes, you have- constantly. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it. I'll yet. say it for you. It's fine. <clears throat> okay, so the... The synopsis on IMDb 
says two college friends unwittingly release Pinhead and his minions. That's it. Okay, let's see what the storyline synopsis says. <laughs> oh shit, that's just as short. Two friends discover a puzzle box in Mexico, which unleashes Cinnabite Pinhead. Th- that's not even a correctly worded, a structured sentence. It's also not the plot. <laughs> cool. You can probably do a better one. Two young teens run away to Mexico after. In a world where found footage is still reliable. Oh my god! That when this movie first started, I was like, "Fucking found footage bullshit!" On top of not having Doug Bradley. Oh my god! I just rubbed my eye and I had hot sauce on my finger. Oh my god! You're trying to kill yourself live on air. Oh my gosh! That burned so bad. Quick, get a screen capture. Oh, don't do it. The Cyclops is in love. Uh, I mean, you can do it. I don't give a shit. Oh, oh he's in pain. One, one of the things did you guys watch was one of the early cuts. Like they're outside and they put like the stupid blue filter. <laughs> screen to make it look like it's dark but it's obviously like midday yeah those are called night for day or day for night shots yeah but like that's like it was done so poorly it was like some like teenager would do with the like class project or something yeah when i started watching this i said what in the cinemax without the titties am i watching it's like a lifetime movie but hellraiser that's how terrible it it reminded me of emmanuel in hell but with no titties (laughs) i think rare will still incapacitated yeah he got bear maced go wash your fucking eye out we'll wait and then they just took a bunch of tropes from the first movie and redid them poorly. And everyone's like, it's more like Hellraiser than the others. Yeah, because they stole the concepts. Didn't make yeah. them any better. They so, just made them worse. Ashley, I will give them credit. They mirrored like an homage to Hell- the original Hellraiser with the lighting when the Cenobites are there. You have the slats uh, of shadow on, on the yeah. wall and all that. And it that's the only thing I respected the found footage esque nature of the start. And then I really enjoyed the homage to the first Hellraiser. That's it for this movie. I did not Is like it? acting. I did not like the, the casting choices. I didn't like the I'm wearing what's his face's skin because I never alluded to that. I didn't like the incest part of making out with my brother. I didn't like well, any of Just the skin was. It wasn't. There's only incest skin deep. <laughs> no, I, I didn't like the whole dynamic of the two the two guys that run away. And you have that a lot of stories. You have the, the strong, angry teen. And then you have the kind of more submissive teen that gets in trouble because hey, he's in the Thelma and Louise scenario i guess yeah i mean they, they go they're basically trouble they run off to mexico because their life sucks so bad they're basically partying in tijuana wanting to see a donkey show and and who doesn't yeah so uh basically the uh was it alex and what was it nico i honestly could not nico nico was that was the other one's name i don't know it was alex right anyways Nico's the the bad one, right? Yeah. Anyways, 
they're in a bathroom all drunk and he's making out with the hooker and the submissive one blacks out mid other ones going to town Submissive one oh, wakes up. yeah he wakes up and sees his buddy uh it, he's troubled and the hooker's dead covered in blood at the bathroom stall yes steven is his name okay steven so steven's like what the fuck happened he said you know what happened it was an accident and he's like you don't want to go to jail in mexico bro two gringos don't belong here and they they, they leave so then some shady homeless guy gives him the box because he saw they were troubled and they fuck with it and the whole time steven is filming with the Sony Handycam <laughs> and things tend to go downhill. So I have a question. Who was the dude? Who was the um, the homeless guy? He, I mean, he's obviously part of the. No, like not. The not, vagrant? Yeah. Who was Dan Byrne? Mm-hmm. Well, he's from Cleveland, Ohio. Fuck yeah, Dan. And True Blood and Dexter and Justified. Jeez, he's been in a lot of stuff, huh? <laughs> you know who he reminded me of? He reminded me of Brad Dourif and his delivery and the way he looked. Didn't he didn't he remind you of Brad Dourif at all? Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> Raul, are you alive? Yeah, no, I oh. but anyway, that, I that, that opens the puzzle box he gets liquefied taken to hell by the cinnabites and steven is now flipping out and carrying the box which again isn't an homage to steven is disappears right like you, steven you or nico disappeared no nico gets sucked up to the okay. in the in the uh, lament configuration and again it's another homage to the first hellraiser and part two where we get a skin suit right where it's like yes uh, just the flesh uh and no with no skin on it and he comes up out of the you know the mattress and it's i really enjoyed the homages because i love hellraiser so so much well i I didn't get the whole fact that steven's carrying the box he hears nico talking and he's basically nico makes him kill uh, another hooker and her blood spilled, he gets to come back from it. Well, and that's the reason why you don't get that is because you've never seen Hellraiser. That's the whole thing they <laughs> copied from the original movie. I thought they got from Dave. Is it, but is it really copying if they're just going back to something that was already established? I mean, it's not the other, it's not this movie's fault that after two, no other movie in the franchise decided to actually use that specific mechanic. To me, it was daring to go back and homage it and say, okay, this is the original lore. This is how you come back from the lament configuration. If you're, if it's possible, this yeah. is how it's done. So I, I, it, that's the only stuff I enjoyed about it. I enjoyed the story and I probably would love reading this as a screenplay. I hated seeing it as a movie. Yeah. The, the two boys weren't the best actors. None of them were. Like, it's it was... fine if you're gonna make a fucking awesome movie, like when they came back and they remade Halloween 2018, or even I would even dare to say something like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Or, but this or was shit. The Friday the 13th remake is fucking amazing. Okay, whatever. But actually, why do we disagree on everything? Oh no. 
I want to like you so much, but you hate everything I say. Fucking hate that remake. Yeah, if when I speak, Ashley immediately zones out until she hears something that triggers her, and then she's back in. You know what's funny is I also absolutely 100% earnestly and unabashedly, unapologetically love the Friday 13th remake. It's so good. Don't like it. Great remake, great nipple placement. It's it's all good. (laughs) It's almost as good as uh, 2013 Texas Chainsaw. But I keep pushing our synopsis. So eventually... Nico is basically coming back as a meat popsicle. <gasps> We're in trouble with Dave as the host. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Trying, I'm struggling. He's trying to get Steven to kill a man so he can steal his skin. and then As if he could ever be Frank. Fuck Nico. And Steven finally says, I'm done. Yeah, and that's when Steven disappears. Yeah. So he disappears, but they never explain what happened, which I kind of did like. That they, I didn't see the whole skin thing coming. That did kind of catch me again because you've never seen yeah. the first one. So Stephen, quote unquote, uh, goes home to his family homestead where all of his family's waiting for him and mourning their he's missing. All he comes these in all bloody. Oh yeah, and you think it's Stephen, but plot twist. Where's Nico, Stephen? Where's Nico? Because both both sets of parents are there because they were really close. Oh, yeah, they were really close. So close, in fact, that dad was fucking the other mom. Yes, that was one of the angst mm-hmm. they're leaving, apparently. Then you got, I mean, you can you blame him? She was hot. Right? You had Steven's little sister, which I think they were trying to, like, push her off as, like, high school. But she looked more like she was, like, 27. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, she, she looked like a sophomore in college, so she was also hot. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> if she was a teenager, she was not hot. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you get it. You get it. So as mentioned earlier, were some weird, weird parts where like Steven was like, Oh, I missed you. And like they kind of kiss, which is really weird, which means incest ish. Um but he's not actually Steven. But she doesn't know that he's not she Steven. Doesn't so know. she's like totally down to pound on her brother. Which is disgusting. Like that's gross. I Isn't there a I mean, I didn't mind her. <laughs> Isn't there a dead baby in this movie? Uh, that's in Mexico. So uh... no, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So there's one part where they're like, the and okay, Ashley, you're like, how dare he try and be Frank as if he could be Frank. I will give Nico this. Uh, he, unlike Frank, didn't need someone else to do his killing for him. He was doing his own damn killing. Well, at first he did. When no, did he not? Now, Steve, but- Stephen picked up the hooker and went to the room. He was going to kill her. And then he heard the baby cry and that broke. It. And he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this. And he walks out and says, I'm done. And then Nico, as a bloody skinless corpse, kills him. You hear, the, baby, did- you hear the baby's neck snap. How did they resurrect Nico? Because Stephen does kill the first one. Hooker blood. Yeah, he kills. Like he needed him at first until he was strong enough, and then he was killing on his own. Yes. Okay. The story, like I said, I love the story. I absolutely, really, really enjoyed the story. Even like 
the the plot twist of 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 Steven slash skin suit Nico, you know, coming back and getting revenge on the parents for destroying his life. Which man, motherfucker lived in a fucking mansion. Come on, your life ain't that bad. Come on, that's more I money, more problems. Was, was troubled, but Stevens wasn't. I just think Steven was too too submissive to say no to his friend. It's like when you and I go out and I party till one a.m. and you're still sitting on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> I backed it hurt in my defense. I wasn't singing uh, whatever Raul was singing. Um, so anyways, we're back at the house and the vagrant from Mexico shows up on the front porch saying that uh, Stephen has escaped and they're coming for him. Which is similar to the uh, where uh, who's who gets the box from Doug Bradley in one of the sequels. This is it Inferno, where he goes to that weird underground place, and Doug Bradley plays the dude with long hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's what the beggar kind of reminds me of, you know, other than the fact that he reminded me of um Brad Dora, he also reminded me of that character as well. So they they pull from all these, all these cool concepts from all these sequels and all the, the original. It's just so underperformed and the acting is so fucking made for TV. Skin and Max, Emmanuel with no titties. That I just it took me out of it, man. I, I would read this. I think it was some I think it was some brief hooker titties. You you understand what I mean though. Like no, you don't understand because you've never seen you have to go like Dave. I'm sorry you waited to the, the third trilogy part of this to invite me on the show. I'm not. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. So anyways, the vagrant shows up. The one angry dad pulls a shotgun and shoots a hole with him with the 12 gauge and the guy hits the ground. He's like, yeah, don't come to my house. And then the guy gets back up and basically murders the the, the one dad. Yeah. Forget how he died. Was it what killed him? Well, one was killed instantly. I don't know. And the other one was stabbed and bleeding profusely from the gut. Well, he's shot in the gut, isn't he? Oh, oh, sorry. So, yeah. So, the, the vagrant kills the one father. The other three go back in the house with the shotgun. Steven comes down, grabs said shotgun, and shoots the other father in the stomach, which was the one that was sleeping with his mother. And then we finally learned that he's, in fact, Nico. And starts explaining the whole story that he took Nico's or Steven's skin and he is Nico and he knows about the affair, which is one of the reasons that drove them. To, Did you to like this movie? No. I'm Did just... that feel a little Amityville 2 to you guys? Not today. what the incest thing? The incest followed by shooting the parents. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was definitely thinking Amityville 2 when it came down to the incest, but honestly, I love Amityville 2. I, I wasn't really bothered by the incest. I think that's such a taboo. I was like, yeah, you know what? I feel like this kind of behavior would definitely spawn from someone that just came back and escaped from hell. So I was, I was, I, I, it's weird to say I was on board for the incest, but I was on board for the concept of the incest. And honestly, when you guys say that like the kids didn't have like good acting chops, I disagree because the 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 oh, the, the the Stephen the Stephen character because he's like when he reveals that he's not Stephen he's like Nico in Stephen skin Stephen skin anyway um 
uh, when he's talking to his to the to the dad and he's having this like monologue of how his dad like I was the first one to fuck your daughter and he mine was it. the first cock she ever sucked. I was like, damn, like this guy's maniacal. I was honestly buying every single second of it. I thought I thought he was acting the shit out of that scene. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, that scene. I was like, that's odd. But yeah, he was. You could tell he was definitely off the deep end there. But and he, honestly, like this is the 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 sexiest that the lament configuration has been portrayed since like the the first three movies, maybe four movies. Because at one point the daughter, the sister, is like, is is like, you have to, you have to want it to open. You have to, it it can feel your desire to to for it to open. And I was like, uh huh, go on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that, this movie's. I mean, it's violent. This movie had pretty good gore. Uh, this movie had decent acting, which is better than I can say for at least one other movie that we're talking about tonight. It revisited established lore that we've had in the first two movies. And it's sexual and, and it played with a lot of sexual over and undertones. So I was like, you know what? This is a pretty good Hellraiser movie. And I honestly thoroughly enjoyed the shit out of it. I hated every second of viewing this movie. <laughs> every, and I every think what? it had something to, I hated every second of viewing this movie. Oh. I think it was something about the way it was shot and the way it was acted. Like maybe that guy did really good in that one scene, but overall this felt to me like just third rate actors. They couldn't get people that were convincing to me. I hated the whole family dynamic of these rich people intertwined with like their weird ass shit. It felt like a lifetime movie, which I hate anyway. And I felt like if they were going to pay homage to the originals, they should have fucking had the money and the acting chops and the budget to do it right. Because this felt like an insult. Well, Ashley and I are definitely not going to agree on this movie when it comes to our ratings. <laughs> no. This felt like a slap in the face. Uh, as much Dave, as I think better felt like a slap in the face, this one felt worse to me because they tried to take the tropes of the originals. Really? Oh, man. I, I am very curious to see where you fall in your ratings considering you already rated debtor a two. So like that, this is going to be really interesting. Uh, Dave, as someone who this is your third Hellraiser movie ever of all time. What did you think generally about the movie? It was decent. I mean, I like the theme. I like, like Ashley said, I think it could be executable a better. Um, the the biggest thing that pissed me off though, I, I thought it was kind of fucked up when the father who's bleeding out, they come and take uh take him to hell to torture him forever. And the father's like, You touched my girl, and like shoots him and kills him. 
and denied him of the years of pleasure, quote unquote. I thought it was kind of fucked up. It took his wife, of all people, to replace the son. But like she was probably the most innocent of the whole group. She wasn't involved in the cheating. She was the one that got cheated on. Um, That was weird. Obviously, the father was was dying because he wasn't going to make it. I just, I don't know. It was weird. But as far as, I mean, I I liked it. So I, I think overall, this movie was better than Deader. But I really need to watch the original three or four movies to really appreciate some of the callbacks. Just the first two. I want to talk to, about what you just said, Dave, because that was another thing that pissed me off. Because the Cenobites traditionally have not really been an antagonist. They've been more like a... How do I put this? They've come to right the wrongs. They're like a balance of power. They're not there. Yeah, they they really are. And and in this moment, they took the original lore and decided they're not going to be that balance of power anymore. They're going to take the innocent person out of the group with them and torture her forever to get back at the dad who shot and killed their subject. That made no sense to me. I'm not even going to touch... I'm not even going to touch on the fact that Doug Bradley wasn't in here. That pinhead looked fucking ridiculous and stupid. They could have made that a different character completely. Well, they, they but, literally made the, the the main guy, Ivan, come back from puddles of hooker blood from Tijuana. Who the fuck is Ivan? Whatever, whatever. Nico, sorry. Uh, Nico, come back from... Uh, I, was, I was used to Romania there. Um, he was resurrected from... Tijuana hooker blood, but the Cenobites could not revive him from a shotgun hit and take him back to hell. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh I I I'm gonna defend them taking innocence because they've been taking innocence in lots of other movies. I mean, Frank came back from spilling the blood of innocence. Uh Julia came back. From spilling the blood of innocence. But they and didn't thir- spill the blood of innocence. And number three, they sure as fuck did. Pinhead straight up like was like in like pit pillar pinhead when he's like in stuck in that obelisk thing. He's like, yeah. give me her blood. You know, like he didn't give a shit. So well, it we totally talk makes about sense. how that was counter to everything that was established in the first two. And we also talked about how I did not like that. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you cannot like it, but it's still established in the rest of the franchise. But if they Pinhead, were going to try to go to their roots, they said they the daughter she wasn't what she wasn't ready or it wasn't her turn yet. Or like they basically said she would eventually turn enough to be ripe for hell or something like that. Well, in the beginning movies, it establishes that they don't take innocence, like, of a certain age, because they really don't know what they're doing, and they're not in control of their actions a lot of times. So I was assuming that's what they meant by that. I really don't know. I I just assumed that, like, she in, in, like, at at a young age now. Well, young, youngish age, early twenties, to not be weird. Um, she is like 
seeing hell and the evils thereof and it is kind of like infected her soul so like they've planted a little seed of evil in her soul and the reason they're not taking her is to give that seed time to grow and blossom and when that seed is ripe they will she will look for them they won't have to find her that's kind of what i got at yeah i just thought it was like she's a a minor type thing but she's already showing very much promise of going to open that damn box at some point when she's not. Yeah. I just see at the end of the movie, basically all that's left is the daughter and the one mom, right? The one that fucked the dad that got shot, right? The mom. Yeah. They should have taken that mom. Yeah. So like, does the movie end and she's like, so you fucked my dad, huh? <laughs> like, I don't know. It just seemed kind of odd to me. I don't know. Uh, Greg, what do you think? No, I agree with, uh, with you, Raul. I, th- I think that, you know, she showed that she was already obsessed with the box, you know, trying to figure it out and everything. And I, I think that that's what, you know, the Cenobites were looking for. They were looking for that seed to mature, and you know, blossom into uh, someone that's ripe for the picking of hell, as they would say. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I get, yeah, the I get Ashley's beef on taking the mom because I even thought the same thing. I'm like, well, what does she have to do with this? Like, literally, she's an innocent bystander in this. But in part three, he, you know, Pinhead slaughters a whole fucking bar full of innocent people that didn't do anything. You know, you have where. But what is the stake there? The, the guy stake. obviously didn't care about his wife. He I was I, fucking I, the other lady. There was nothing at stake for this lady. There was no, like this man didn't have feelings for his wife. No, what was the fucking show. point? No, because they show when he's getting, you know, as he's laying on the couch dying, he's apologizing to her, saying, well, "Fuck him, he's dying." I agree. No, I'm sorry. Go just, fuck yourself. But hey, fuck him. Everybody else has. Egregious. <laughs> <laughs> <But I laughs> however. You know, I'm remorseful now that I'm having consequences for my actions. Yes, and that's typically what happens. I got cheated on and spent attorney in hell. What a dick. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she got fucked in the bargain without getting fucked, which is terrible. You think about it. But there's a bunch of lawyers in hell, I guess. Yeah, yeah, lawyers and pedophiles. But um, yeah, I just think that. I've said before, it's the screenplay is is really good. It's strong. It's it's the execution that I didn't like. If if this would have been done with a fifteen million dollar budget and actual names, like even just rising names in the horror community, and if they would have changed it from Pinhead to the lead Cenobite, like we got in twenty twenty two's Hellraiser, yeah, twenty twenty two's Hellraiser. This could have been really good. I really, really think so. Like, I, 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 I liked everything. Like I said, I respect the found footage nature. You know, we're only, you know, what was it? When did this movie come out? Two thousand five. No, that was the other two. Oh. Uh, give me a second. This movie came out in twenty eleven. Yeah. Okay. So we're within ten years of the the found footage boom. 
So it had started fading off and not everyone was using it. So they kind of brought it back a little bit with, you know, the, the opening. And I even liked the, the dynamic of the two with the Thelma Louise aspect of it. You know, one being more outspoken, one being more soft-spoken. There's a lot of things going for it. And I just think the screenplay was better than the movie. So Awesome. I'm glad someone's more or less on my side. Um, so I think, I think, uh, unless anyone has anything else to add, uh, we can go ahead and put a bow on this bad boy and, uh, give our ratings here. Does anyone else have anything to add or what have you? No, no. go for it. Wrap it up. Chain it. Cool. Uh, well, I gave the synopsis, so. Uh, I'm. Hmm, Did you though? Let's see. I, I, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Dave. <laughs> Look, I I had one eyeball that was. Just, it felt like it was liquefying out of my skull, and I still sat here, <laughs> just took it. <laughs> Satan's jizz in your eye. You sat there. And- Satan's. Oh my gosh! Hold on. That is now the name of the episode. <laughs> You got Satan's jizz in your eye. <laughs> Satan's. <laughs> oh, that one got me. I love that that's people in their car driving around listening to this. It's just going to be scrolling across their little <laughs> screens. Satan's jizz in my eye. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Satan's jizz in your eye. Nice. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, what am I going to give it? Uh, I mean, I know the numerical rating, but I did not think of a cool little little quip it thing here, which is unlike unlike of me, unbecoming of me. Uh, eight out of ten, feeling up your sister. Fuck. Eight out of ten. Oh, my God. Jesus. Eight out of ten, feeling up your sister, and I'm going to say bye. What what? Wow! I think he's hot. All right. I guess. Don't don't give me that shit, Dave. This is the third Hellraiser movie you've ever goddamn seen. (laughs) Even that's uh, no, it's not an eight. Kiss my brown balls. Anyway, (laughs) Dave, Mister, giving us the synopses. Why don't you give me your rating, piece of shit? Uh, I would give it. It would probably be a seven, but the blue filter early on really pissed me off. So I would give it a six. Day for night. Those are called day for night shots. Yes. It was just not needed and ridiculously cartoonish. I'll give it a six. Six dead hooker puddles of blood. Way better than deader. Not as good as Hell World. Okay. And what what was your recommendation be then? Um, I think it's worth watching. Um uh, I mean, again, if you're, I would buy it over debtor, but I, I, if it's not in your collection, I don't think nobody would think twice about it. Okay, so again, I put you down for a watch, maybe buy. Sure, that works. Cool, Greg. What is uh, what is your recommendation here or rating and recommendation? 
this you, you took my my quip so i was trying to think of a new quip uh, okay well you can have this one because i just came up with another one then okay well then my my quip will be three incestuous makeout sessions i should have three p1 of donkey shows no because that would be a good thing <laughs> <laughs> Three incestuous makeout sessions and read the screenplay. Don't watch the movie. I miss my donkey. Clerks reference. Jessica the donkey. Yeah, I know. Clerks too, actually. Okay. Clerks. And Ashley, what do you give this movie? I give this movie a 1.5 out of 10. Timu pinheads. And I say avoid it at all costs. <laughs> How the hell do you spell Timu? T E M U. It's all capital. T E M U? Is it one and a half score and eyebrows? Yeah, it's like a knockoff store online where you can get really cheap shit. Like the new wish. Yeah, it's, it's like a wishy or wish. And did you say avoid then? Avoid at all costs. Oh, wow. Avoid with prejudice, huh? Okay. Yeah. Uh. Well, in case, in case you're wondering what the other little quip I I came up with is a eight eight point ten, or eight eight point ten. <laughs> my gosh, I am not eating an ungodly amount of hot sauce on the podcast again. <laughs> you sound drunk. I'm not gonna lie. I this version of drunk. It's capsaicin, huh? <laughs> hot sauce, huh? Oh my god, that sounded hot sauce, huh? That was the most southern thing <laughs> you you've said. If you, you catch me on when I'm really tired, the eyes like that, I can't say them. Eyes, ah, pipe or pipe? I, I, pipe, I, pipe. I. I can't do it right now. I'm too tired. Wow. Height. Height. What? I don't know I what's don't, happening. I don't... <laughs> Your world. <laughs> well, I put eight out of eight out of ten killing babies in their cribs. <laughs> that there you go. That's for you. That's that's that is, that is very me. <laughs> Uh, so this episode has been kind of a hot mess i'm so sorry listeners i'll never do this to you again that's my fault yes i'm i take full responsibility i'm so sorry listeners i'm never gonna do this again to you we weren't even sponsored by this hot sauce no and this is the spiciest hot sauce i have Listeners, that is Elijah's Extreme. This episode brought to you by Elijah's Extreme Regret Hot Sauce. Go get your butthole waxed. I don't know. <laughs> Good on everything but your eyeball. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, that it still kind of burns. I still don't know what that what made you think that was a good idea. Look, like, sometimes, you know, you, you forget you have something on your hands and maybe you like rub your face or scratch your nose. In this case, I just kind of lightly grazed the l- little tear duct on my on my eyeball. And boy, howdy, was that a 
extreme regret. No, my question is, what made you think it was a good idea to eat that, not rub it on your face? <laughs> oh, I like to eat this hot sauce. I eat this recreationally, like with not just food. Recording. Well, no, I was expect. That's I told you I was doing something with the with the sweet, sweet <laughs> suffering. You son of a bitch. made him laugh, and he got all shaky and dumped twice the copious amount of sauce. Oh, so I, the- I was. Ashley. I was honestly doing pretty good until that moment. It, you know what? Yeah. It was all Ashley. Ashley fucked me up. It's my fault. <laughs> Ashley is the it's problem. It's me. I'll drop the Taylor Swift. So ne- for the for the next, uh, my gosh, for the next Horror Hound, I'm going to bring a bottle of this and we can all try it. We'll just go around the room just I, I, I taking shots of hot sauce. That's right. What did you say, Dave? I have Elijah's ghost pepper sauce or reaper sauce, one of the two. What Is it good? I I haven't tried that one. Sorry, go ahead, Ashley. You, I don't. You, well, I don't. <laughs> speak. Cool. Well. Oh my God! This is a clusterfuck. Son of a bitch. Okay. I told y'all I didn't feel good. Well, you brought great energy to this episode, Ashley. I'm so glad we did this. Yes. <clears throat> Never again. I bought I bought confusion and misdirection and stupidness. And Chelsea. And Chelsea. <laughs> well, you also brought the title of the episode, which is Satan's Jizz in Your Eye. <laughs> I'm honored. And yet again, I brought nothing. <laughs> you brought me over. Yeah, I'm worthless. In You'll life. have your time to shine in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. It's all good. yeah. At least you get to come back, Greg. It's part of my only appearance. If I'm you want to come back on the next one, bring your happy ass on. Okay. I'm honestly shocked that I'm still allowed back on the show. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> We're just all confused about it. <clears throat> anyway, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Greg, always a pleasure. Cannot wait to talk to you again, whether it's on this podcast or literally any other one that we are have the pleasure to do together. Dave, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, dog. You know I love you. You know I love you. What? Thank you for having me. Uh, this has been very fun. Educational. Oh. But I can ruin your podcast as well. <laughs> one podcast wasn't enough. You had to bring it to a guest. Thanks. I don't I don't think it was you that ruined the podcast. I think it was me thinking that the hot sauce was a good idea. Sweet, so, sweet suffering. You claim to be the ADD of podcasts, but you haven't met the uh tangents and dark web of minds that are Greg and I when we talk. <laughs> That's called a clusterfuck, Dave. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, uh gentlemen. I'm pretty. I think you both have the same plugs, right? So between one of you, go ahead and pick the plugs that you want to share and throw out and whatnot. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, if you want to hear more banter of mass <laughs> stupidity and Greg making fun of me, you can follow us at uh, Monsters in the Mosh Pit is the name of our podcast. Uh, we are a group of five individuals. Uh, Dustin, Dave, Andy, Emily, and myself, Greg. And we cover one movie in full 
uh, spoilers, scene by scene, one album in full, track by track. Uh, this is a heavy metal album. This is a horror movie because that's what we do is a horror and heavy metal podcast. And uh, there's a lot of um, a debauchery, um, childishness, uh, 13-year-old boy slash comments about perverted orifice things. Um, very not safe for work. Uh, unless you're, you know, 35 years old yeah. or higher. Listen to experts and novices debate their opinions of movies and metal. There's usually no debate. Usually it's me telling Dave to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And as I like to say, we are the vanilla ice cream of horror and heavy metal podcasts, which means if there's another any available other podcasts to listen to you'll probably want to listen to that first because we're perfectly adequate if we're on our own but if there's any other option you'll want to take that first you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok at monsters and the mosh pit awesome Horns up. <laughs> Horns up. It's so awkward when you say horns up. Like, well, even when you put your you put your fucking metal horns up, I just feel like it's wrong. I think you look. I look fucking metal. Like I, I'm you? covered in tattoos, wearing a Slayer shirt. Like I look metal. Just because I'm wearing a light blue Columbia fishing shirt and khaki doesn't mean I can't look metal. You look like an Appalachian dad. Eh, pff, Thank you. Funny enough, that's exactly what he is. <laughs> Hey, Isn't it pronounced Appalachia? <laughs> to you, yes. Yes. And, and uh, the Demeter as well. <laughs> the Demeter, yeah. That's where the that's where the Demeter crashed. It was Appalachia. 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 Anyway, yep. Ashley, throw out your plugs for the listeners. So I'm on Twitter and Instagram at barely Ashley. I'm on Blue Sky now. Uh, you can just look up Barely Ashley and I'll be there. She and reads all the DMs. What the hell is Blue Sky? It is a new... It's an app that's kind of like Twitter. You have to have an invite code to get it. And someone gave me a code. And I will give you a code when I get a code if you want it. Yeah, I'll take it. Although... Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, that's fine. But it's basically, it was created by past Twitter people. So it's like more like the original Twitter than Twitter's becoming, which is, I guess it's not called Twitter anymore, but it's whatever. No, it's X because it's going to give it to you. Yeah. What? You can find me hanging out in the Facebook group. But yeah. Yes, join our Facebook group. And maybe I don't answer all my DMs, but I just get a lot. Mm-hmm. I get zero. Um, yeah. Throw them legs on your Twitter timeline. I try to put my legs on Twitter timeline, and you called me out saying, don't put your legs on Twitter, because that's my thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that. true. That's true. Ashley <laughs> hates you. <laughs> Literally everything I do, I get yelled at for. Greg's <laughs> <laughs> legs are his best attribute. They are. My they are my legs are fucking gorgeous. Attribute? Yeah, he said it wrong. Sorry, attribute. Sorry. We're just fucking up words. 
<laughs> we have okay we have to go yeah actually was that all your plugs yeah okay we well, can follow the podcast on twitter at into monsters oh shit i just scratched my eye again uh at into monsters fuck me uh you can also follow me personally on twitter at raul versus monsters oh uh, uh follow my letterbox at into underscore monsters visit our website that's been freshly revamped at raul shit no uh at headlong into monsters dot go daddy sites.com uh send us an email with shit at uh headlong into monsters that's your general is the headlong at, into monsters at, at, at gmail.com uh that's gonna be our episode actually what the fuck are we doing next episode <laughs> the next episode we only have two movies um we're finishing our hellraiser franchise review for the summer and we're doing hellraiser judgment and the 2022 hulu hellraiser with continuing guest greg bazelli who has something in his nose right now what the hell are you doing and i guess if dave wants to come back fucking yeah let's do it oh okay that seems incredibly non-committal so let's <laughs> Yeah, be sure to tune in for that next time, listeners. The whole once said, again. is Appalachian Daddy going to come back? And I was like, I'm not going to say that, actually. <laughs> Appalachian. No, I, I, seriously, though, I'll, if you guys want me, I'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you bring your sexy ass down to that episode now, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> Raul can't even open his eyes right now, y'all. Oh my gosh. Listeners, tune into that next time as we once again dive headlong into monsters. I'm gonna go wash my eyes. Bye. Horns up. Back to the wash pit. <laughs>
That'd be good. I need that. just the tips. And then I have to give a tip. Yeah, it's yeah customary to do at least. So forty one dollars for Wendy's does not sound okay to me. That doesn't. That doesn't sound correct. DoorDash can fuck right off. DoorDash is giving you the uh, the old heave ho there. <laughs>